They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, Sarge? Well, I can't have any sound problems if I'm not at my house. No, no sound problems. You're literally four feet away from me, unless I didn't hit the unmute button, and I did. It's okay. We're, we're, we're we'll good. We'll know in a minute. We're, we're going to say we're good. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they, they, so, they hear me or not. Yeah, everyone, everyone can hear you just fine. It's going to be a little weird because I'm seeing Sarge in the thing, but he's like right here. So I'm going to like face him and it's going to, I don't know, it's just a little off, uh, but it is what it is. Um, so on today's Sarge show, in studio, that's right, in studio, uh, on today's show, we are going to talk about uh, Skate 4. Uh, we're going to be talking about PlayStation's new loyalty program. We're going to be talking about Sega Genesis Mini 2 announced. We're going to be talking about teachers using video games inside the... Uh, what, what are we doing? <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to talk about the catalog that PlayStation's added a couple of games it says to. You're muted. It says I'm muted. It says I'm muted. 30 is muted. Mm. I am not muted. That's your own. I'm hearing myself online right now. Believe them, they're liars. They're 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 trolls. I'm 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 not muted. One hundred percent not muted. Uh, we're gonna talk about Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online players uh, a little upset or could be upset. Uh, uh, Skyrim Skyrim Together mod. We're gonna be talking about that. We're gonna be talking about. Fortnite, right? I brought this up on my stream. I've been playing Fortnite a little bit. I want to get your thoughts on this, Sarge, about Fortnite. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, The Division. They have a new game coming out uh, called Resurgence. I talked about it a little bit this morning. Uh, we're also going to talk about The Terminator. We're going to talk about Robocop. You're going to think we're in 1984, Sarge. You're going to think we're in 1984, all, all the stuff we're talking about. We're going to talk about Skull and Bones. We're going to talk about Battlefield. And we're going to talk about The Ripperverse. Uh, all on today's show, episode 317 of Generation X Gaming. <clears throat> so, Krebsy, I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, uh, can anybody hear me that's on the uh, on the stream? Can it, right? <clears throat> yeah, it must be on your end. Because if you can hear me, hit a one in chat. That's all I can say. We're on that already? Uh, yeah, you guys can hear me. I, I can hear myself, and I'm watching the stream. So loud and clear, load and clear, load and clear. There you go. All Thank right, you so very much. There's there's a lot of big stories today, so I think we need to just slow down a little bit. Well, I want to punch out a couple uh, first. We, we've been gone for two weeks. We were off last week, Sarge. Um, so obviously, we always do what you've been playing. So what have you been playing the last two weeks? Well, I mean... I decided to go all in on Tunic. So 
I played it like I do any game of that nature. I don't look up anything online. Right. I I just walk around nice and slow. I try to figure out the game, what my guy can actually do. Once again, I almost had the same thing happen to me in Tunic that it did in Breath of the Wild. I walked around for the first almost hour with a stick. Could not, <laughs> could not find the sword. I'm like, I have a stick. This can't be the game. I did. You're not giving me a stick. I did the exact same thing, right? And I, people in my chat were telling me, look it up, look it up. And I said, no, I'm not going to look, look it, up. it up. I was like, I just wa- I walked around with no shield for the first like oh, don't, three, that, that's different four conversation. hours. That's different okay. conversation. Right? I, I, found the, I found a sword pretty, pretty fast. But the shield, I didn't find. And I was... I was like this is this is ridiculous, right? And but once I found it, I was like, oh. And then you started finding things. I really like the game. What, what's your aspect of it, though? Of as far as the the things that you find, the little papers, is like the instruction manual, and you find more things okay, that well, it gives you clues. I, I, I was I was getting into it. You you just snowballed me. Relax, so, relax sorry. a little bit. I know you're excited about a game that you hadn't played in three weeks. Hang on a second, <laughs> okay? So what I noticed about the game is it's it's elegant simplicity, and at the same time. It's all old school hiding stuff, hiding stuff behind trees, hiding stuff in hallways. So like everywhere you go on the screen, you have to do the whole border run to make sure that there's nothing hiding because there's so many little hidden alcoves in that game. There's also hidden things that you can use so, other ways to get into. Okay, so I'm walking around with a stick and for the first hour I had a stick and I'm like, okay, I know there's a sword. So I did old school rules, I did borders, I did behind every tree, behind every rock, behind if there was a three-dimensional mountain like this, I made sure I went to the corner of it to yeah. go behind it. Yeah. Uh, any kind of waterfall I would go behind. So eventually I found the sword. I'm like, "Okay, got a sword." Then I found a couple other things that didn't register because number 1, the instructions are in Kerplakistan. I don't know what language that is. It, and it's, so it's, their own it's, it's supposed to be where the, the more pieces of paper you find in the game, the more the instruction booklet starts to make sense. Yeah, the more instruction manual. Okay. Yeah. And they use, so, they, they use pictures. Really, you're never going to understand the, the, the words. You're no, just going to see it, the but pictures. But it was still, it's still a little nerve-wracking to look at an instruction manual and not understand what, really, what, you're, what it's supposed to mean. Right. right. So after a while, I figured out that you can kill things but if you save the game, all the stuff comes back, right? I didn't right. know that. I thought it was just a save point, no. but it's not just a save point. It's a save point. It's a and everything that risk you, reward. Anything that you've killed comes back. I'm like, okay, so don't save until I was low on health. Right. Learn the board, then go back to the save point. Learn the board some more. Go back to the save point, and then then I started learning how to kill the guys. Well, you can kill guys, and they can drop hearts, and you can pick up the hearts. They weren't giving. Let's put it this way: they weren't you, giving you, me any hearts. You have to. You have to unlock that it's an ability uh yeah i think it was one of the little scrolls in my inventory i found out that it actually put that it was yeah. all right so i'm walking around and then i found the the rat with the shield and the spear which reminded me of the secret of nim that's the first thing i thought about when i <laughs> yeah, saw that yeah. for those of you who are old know who the secret of nim is if you don't know what secret of nim is you should get it for your kids and watch it together as a family it's a great anyway a great, that's a great thing when i was fighting the secret of nim rats I was getting my butt kicked, and I'm like, okay, there's no way for me to block the spear. So I'm like, okay, well, there's got to be a shield. So then I go back to the same locations I was before, looking for secrets again, knowing there's a shield somewhere. And so I did this for three days. 
I'm walking around. Well, I, I got the shield in the first day, but I'm walking around. I'm, I'm repeating the same map, looking in every corner, looking for different not things. Not actual three days. You didn't play for 48, no, you know, 72 no, hours. No, yeah, but yeah, three yeah, days I went by, right, three, three or four hours at a time. So what ended up happening was, is I got my shield, got the sword. I picked up a couple other things that didn't make sense. Uh, I found the coins for the well. Uh, I know I have to go to the well sometime, but I just it doesn't doesn't the well doesn't open up, but it's an ability thing that opened up, and so I get to this point now where there's the rat of Nim on a little on a little strip of land, and I can't get around him, and I'm like, okay, so what can I do? And I and I I, I saw myself repeating Legend of Zelda yeah, yeah. from back in the day. I'm like, okay, I threw the bomb at him. You know, I only have so many bombs, so yeah, I could kill him, but I wasn't getting. I can't get the the bomb to stay on the on the exact line where he was. Then I saw the hook thing behind him, and I'm like, okay, so do I don't have any hook things yet. So maybe there's a hook thing I'm missing. Then I have the magic wand now, and then I realize if I hit the magic wand on the hook, I can bounce it off the, and hit him, but I couldn't get the right angle three times in a <laughs> row. And I'm like, okay, so yeah. I'm missing something. There- I'm the game is very something. simplistic, and you—I found myself overthinking a lot of the stuff in the, inside the game. Well, there's there's the there's that one piece of paper that's in that little donut. It's a, it's sitting on the palace of rocks, surrounded by water, and I'm like, okay, yeah, you, you the, can't get that till later. The only way I can get that is a, a grapple. Something has to grapple it, or, or I have to be able to get to it. And I'm like, okay, so once again, I I saw the hooks, I saw the hooks, so I noticed some type of grappling hook apparatus somewhere, but I haven't found it yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the game. I, I I got to the last boss. I got completed the whole game. I, I tried to fight the boss a couple times. I lost, but I was missing. I don't want to ruin it for you. There's something that you have to do. Yeah, don't you, ruin it. You can you can do it one way or the other. I wanted to do it the other way, and I never went back and and, and finished it yet. So I'm, I literally completed the whole game. I got all the stuff except for one thing that I need to go back and get, and then I mean the, the boss. I, when I went through that, instru- as I picked up all the pieces of paper and as I started going through the instruction manual, that instruction manual, I swear to God, is it N sixty? Is it is Legend of Zelda's yeah, instruction NES, manual? NES Zelda. That, that was manual. Legend of Zelda's yeah. instruction manual. As yeah, I'm looking at it, it I, said Overworld. It pointed where our dungeon it's, was. It's one of my favorite games this year that I've played so far. It's I, it's really w- well done by one guy. Like what do I what do I do to send the dude money? Like I play on Game Pass, but like what do I do to send can, the guy you, money? You can go buy the game. I can buy the game. Yeah, you can buy the game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you could definitely buy the game. D Mackey says that The Secret of Nim is a great book. Also, the authors, he said son, but he's corrected himself and said daughter, I believe, uh, also wrote two other sequels. Yeah. I mean, uh, so Tunic, maybe at the last week, and then I was playing Minecraft. I haven't, playing, I haven't been playing it with you, but like, I just once again, I'm, I'm looking for a damn um, uh, skin pack. That makes it look a little bit better. Like it looks good. It's. Minecraft. I have a skin pack. It's called Vanilla BD Craft. I, I'm wanna, I want it to make the like, a little bit more realistic looking, and I I finally got like the area where I am, like memorized. And then you came over and you marked the the the, the part of the town, like where it is. So I know where to go for boat. Yeah. And then I started getting confused because I came into your world and we found that town out in Boonie World. And you thought that was the one. And I thought that was in my world. And I'm like, my island doesn't connect that way. And I'm like, wait, that's the other one. Because we got three worlds going on. We yeah. have yeah. our my nephews, yours, and mine. And we're bouncing around. And I can't remember which one's which now. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I went on vacation for 11 days. I was in North Carolina. I went to Asheville, North Carolina. The only game I played while we were gone 
uh, I played Fall Guys. I played a crap ton of Fall Guys with my with my niece and uh, and my best friend, and and basically, um, I found out that it's really shitty because there's skill based matchmaking in the thing. So when I play by myself, what's skill based matchmaking in Fall Guys? So when I'm playing with all you do I'm is squirm and jump. Well, no, I'm playing with a seven year old and I'm playing with a ten year old. Okay. Okay. And I'm I'm playing with my best friend, and when the adults play, we're put in a different section than when you're with a seven and ten year old. And when the seven and ten year old play by themselves, they win. They can get to like they they qualify. They go through certain things. But when you're with a group, you get paired up in a higher tier stuff, so you fail more. So we were trying to complete certain activities for like the the dailies and weekly like uh, events that were going on. I, and I still understand how they're failing more. All you're doing is running and jumping. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a definite skill base. There's a definite skill. Yeah, there's definitely skill, right? So anyway, as we're as we're playing, they're trying to collect the stuff, but we keep losing and losing, and we don't we didn't play that much time because we would get home after a long day of like hiking and going all these other places. So we only play for like an hour. So basically, what we did was we said, oh, you know what? Stop playing with each other. So all of us are in the same house, in the same living room, playing together. And then we decide not to play together and go into our separate world. Soon as the seven-year-old and the ten-year-old start playing by themselves, not together, just separate by themselves, boom, 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 boom. They get the wins, they get the wins, they get the wins. And then they collect the stuff real fast, right? Meanwhile, the adults were were like nail-biting, struggling to get past qualifying rounds and, and, and whatnot. And it was, it was, I was just like, this is crazy. I was like, so... You want to play with you want to play with your your family and friends, but it's better if you don't play with your family and friends. Well, this is this is this is why gaming's broken. In this aspect, gaming is broken. How do you make a game where you make a game like that where it's skill based matchmaking, where you guys just can't play with each other? Why can't you just play six player? The top two guys make it and just play that way. Why does it have to be? We're gonna put you in Squid Game with, <laughs> yeah. with yeah. everybody from around yeah. the world. Who are actually playing this game for actual bread? Right, right. They're they're playing for actual bread. The person who wins gets fed, and like that's how they're playing. Like, how does that work? Yeah, no, it's 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 crazy because we were just enjoying ourselves, and then they want to get the 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 battle pass. You're going to go up. The season pass. You're going to go up. But regardless. why is there a battle pass for Fall Guys? The battle pass is just because they want to make ten dollars. So you get the the uh, it's a season pass, not a battle pass, but you get the the cosmetic skins and the, and the coins. Oh, I'm like, and... Wait, I'm gonna back up a little. Bit. Is Fall Guys free? It is. It's a free okay. play game. It's right. made by it's it's made by a, a mel bastard melatonic of an EA executive. No, I forget what the Mediatonic, I think it's called, is what the actual company's called, but uh Epic bought them back in March. Okay. Of last year. Okay. So Epic converted them because it was a paid game. Right? Fall Guys was a paid and game. And they were like, we can't have that. Well, no. Basically, Epic bought them and said, look, great game. We're going to rearrange your whole thing. They did it with Rocket League, and they, they did the same thing with, uh, with Fall Guys. It's a fun game. I like playing it. I literally turn it on, do my dailies real fast, maybe like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I log out, move on with my, my, my life. Um, but that's what I played. I played. I played Fall Guys, and I played uh, a little bit of Marvel Future Revolution on my cell phone while I was, while I was away. Other than that, since I've been back, I've been back uh, about four days, five days now, um, I played Power Wash Simulator today, Sarge. That's right, Power Wash Simulator. And let me tell you, yeah, I know you're I shaking mean, your head. I, I'm shaking my head because we have a, we got a it's, list. We got a list of games trying to teach people who don't speak <laughs> English how to work. Right. 
But here's the thing. Lawnmower simulator, power wash simulator. It's a pattern forming here. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> the, the, the number the number of illegal of illegal immigrants coming across the southern border, the more simulation games we have. So you want to make fun of it, but it's as soothing, okay, as unpacking. I, sw I swear to you. There's something about it. I'll tell you how. Yeah, because the part, in your, the part of your brain that's not broke that means you're supposed to live your life in a good way, clean, neat, okay. organized. So, so get this, yeah. right? So I'm playing yeah. this afternoon, and our dad, okay, who the last game he played was like bowling from the Atari 2600. Yeah. Okay. And then that, maybe the Wii bowling. Yeah. Okay. And he's played maybe one other game of that. Yeah. Okay. I'm playing Power Wash Simulator. He comes in and goes, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm playing this game called, it's a stupid game. It's just, it's a power washer. And he sits down, he pulls up a chair and sits next to me. He's like, oh, you're missing a spot. You're, you're, you're missing a spot over there. He's like, you got to get that. You got to get that over there. And I go, you, you want to try? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, okay. And then my son comes in and asks me for something. He's like, let me, let me, let me see the controller. He grabs the controller and then starts to play. Yeah. And I'm because, just, because and I'm his just, brain, his brain's wired I just the look same at him. Way. I just look at him like the last game this guy's played is bowling on the Wii. Right. And he's just sitting there and he starts to pick up the controller and starts to play. And I'm like, I think we found his next game, right? And I was just like amazed. I was amazed, right? That's that's what it is, though, Dmac. It, it's something that happens when you're playing this, right? Something that happens when you start playing this. It does it perfect. So you'll you'll be cleaning like a gutter, and as soon as you're done cleaning the gutter, Sarge, it goes bing, and it like dings, and it shows blue, and you're like, ooh, I completed it. Like you're done like, with it. I did a yeah. task. Here's a here's a banana monkey. Right? I did a task. <laughs> yeah, you did a task. So then you start, it's a painting game. That's what it is. It's like painting by numbers. Well, it's the reverse of Splatoon. Yes. Instead of painting something. You're cleaning it. You're cleaning yeah, but, something. Except you're not fighting other people to yes. clean. Yes. Which might be the next game. You're fighting to clean stuff. Right? Right. Is that how we're going to teach the next generation of people to start cleaning businesses? No, get this. Fight to clean. Get this. There is co-op. Four players can play this game at the exact same time. But, but, but why? You want to see how fast you can get shit <laughs> how done? How fast you can do it. So I watched Skill Up. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I watched Skill Up's review. I'm, I'm telling you. This is this got to be from competitive stuff. I watched Skill Up's review, and he talked about it, and he's saying the exact same stuff I'm saying. He's like, it's it's soothing to your brain, right? He says, no joke. He says, I'm not trolling anybody. He goes, this needs to be a competitive esports game, right? Time, power power like, wash simulator. How speed, fast you guys can clean speed, shit. Speed speed uh gaming like how fast you could do the thing and yeah, who could do it on and who could do it the most 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 effective yeah all yeah. right i see that yeah and, and and once again i don't want to be i don't want to be negative about this and we're teaching people how to do a job and do it correctly i'll tell you what man i i you know i got guys i play a lot of crap games right ones that are triple a studio games that come out that are buggy broken messes and i play a lot of simulator games and I'll tell you what, some of the simulator games, even though they're simplistic and whatnot, there's just something about it, Sarge. They just, they just, they hit me. Well, and I don't know it's, if it's, it's because I'm 44. No, it's, 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 <laughs> it's, I know people say monkey brain stuff, but it's not monkey brain stuff. You're, the correct wiring of the brain is for you to live in a nice area. You want to live in a nice area. You want stuff that's clean, that works right. Like if you're the kind of person that lives in squalor and like you're okay with it, there's something wrong with you. Like you need to right. start playing these simulation games, like pa unpacking, like Horde Master Control Z, or whatever other game they're going to come out with. Like you, you, you have to learn to live your life a better way. So if it takes a video game 
and they're going to go through the whole line. Lawnmower, power wash, clean your room. Ma- uh, Mantis manage is saying, your, manage your finances. <laughs> like whatever it takes to Man- work, then then Mantis we have to do is that. Saying a sim game triathlon. That's it. We should do it one night. All of us get in a game, and we who can mow the lawn, <laughs> power wash their house. <laughs> And repair a car in all three simulator games, and whoever does it first gets the yeah. the most useless trophy ever. Yeah, the. <laughs> I mean, but that's what it is. It's it, people laugh at it, but that's what it is. If it takes a simulation game to start retraining people to actually live their life in a better way, then I guess we got to do it. Right. Whatever. You know, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for finance masters. <laughs> like, balance your checkbook on Fox. Yeah. You're finance you're only, math. You're only making six hundred dollars next week. How much stuff you want to buy? I want to buy a keg of beer and a PC that's three thousand dollars. And it goes, rah, rah. no, you can't. I don't know, man. I just there's something about these games that we're, we are going to play it on stream. I'm going to force you guys to watch it. If you if you're here, if you guys are in the stream right now, please make sure you share, like, subscribe, hit that like button if you like it. Uh, this content we do these podcasts uh, a lot throughout the year. So uh, make sure you hit that like button helps us out. All right, we're gonna we're gonna go through a couple of these stories, Sarge. So let's let's get this. Uh... I'm already concerned. I've seen these headlines. I'm concerned. Oh God, where's my where's my buttons here for my? Uh... I'm concerned. Oh, I'm in the wrong. Oh boy. All right, here. Hold on a second. Is this? I don't know which ones. Oh, here it is. All right, top stories. Let's do the top stories. Movie watching simulator. <laughs> I, can, I can imagine that's actually coming out already, Krebsy. All right. First story we got to talk about is is Skate 4, okay, is a live service free-to-play game. Now, I don't know if this is if, if, if this is a grain of salt. I don't know. But this is, what it's, this is what's happening. So Skate 4 developer Full Circle announces that the game will be a free-to-play live service title with microtransactions for cosmetics. Of course it is. It's an EA game. Was there any surprise? So EA Skate games were considered to be the groundbreaking titles of their time, adding previously unseen levels of realism and depth control to the skateboarding games. I loved Skate. You never played it, Sarge, but I played it. I absolutely loved it. Uh, the last skateboarding game I played was 720. S- Skate or Die. Well, that's, no, it was yeah, 720. 720. Yeah, I know. Rather than then relying on a button pressing combinations like to, the classic Tony Hawk skateboarding games, Skate had a unique control scheme where the board was manipulated with the thumbsticks, and the system was praised with critics and fans being immersive and skillful. Thanks to the game's video editor, Skate players had formed a culture of demo reel one unmatchable showcase. Uh, um, un, yeah, un, a manship. Sorry, of skateboarding abilities not unlike the real life uh, pro skaters. Now, after 12 years. Since the last entry of Skate 3, detail regarding the new sequel were finally coming to light. Full Circle is a new studio formed specifically for the creation of the next Skate game, and the team has been releasing videos par- uh, uh, participating in interviews and discuss Skate. According to uh, Isabel, head of product management of the Skate, the game business model will be based on cosmetic microtransactions and won't provide gameplay advantages for hide gameplay uh, areas behind paywalls. Since the customization is important to skate players, the microtransaction system has potential to be very successful for Full Circle. Uh, skate will also include some interesting online features, such as uh, Colobo Zo- Colo- Zones, 
Um, areas that players collaborate, build, and they can also appear in other players' worlds. This will make a certain areas slightly unpredictable as the environment will be subject to change. Although Full Circle is aware of such features, will be required some moderation to police sillier, lighthearted things that have become dis disruptive. Full Circle is planning to implement some sort of common live service features such as traditional or seasonal drops and live events to keep the game interesting and exploring other options as well. Skate is shaping up to be worthy successor of the Long Dormant series. I'll tell you what. So, I'm, I'm not even going to read the rest of that, but as soon as I saw a live service free-to-game, you know what I just thought of, Sarge? I'm going to go play Power Wash Simulator because it's a complete game. It's a complete game. Listen, man, I, I, so I get it. All the companies, they, they, the fear is there's a lot of money on the table. All the stuff that people used to be able to find and collect in a game, now that you can charge people for it, it's money on the table. And they don't want to leave any more money on the table, Right. Because they have to be forever growing and forever taking. I get it. But it's a skateboard game. It's a skateboard game. Kids like to skate. Kids like to buy the costumes and go skating, right? I played SSX back in the day. Right. Right. And I collected all the stuff you had to collect inside that game, but that's the game. I bought the game. Play the game. I play the game. Beat the game. When I'm done playing the game, move on. I move on to the next game. Yep. This. This whole thing, all it is, is it, the mindset is the same, right? Now, I understand from their point of view, it takes a long time to make a game, bro. You know, I got to hire people. They got to have people. Right? They have to work. Yeah, you have to hire or, people that work, or, yes. right? They're going to be working for a long period of time. Long time, so right? People like anywhere from working anywhere from three to five hours. years, yeah. right? They're going to have to work. Solid job for three to five years. Right, an actual job. Yeah. Right, so... They got to drive there. They, they have to drive they to work. They have to pay for gas. Right, they actually have to show up. Yep, there's right? lights. Power, yeah. water. Yep. Some of them don't even go to an office anymore. Right? I have to pay for toilet paper. You know how much toilet paper people use? At coffee. The a lot of coffee. Coffee runs. Right? There's lots so, of coffee runs. It's expensive to make a video game. I get that. 100%. I get it. However... In their mind, they're like, well, it's going to take us four years to make this game. So if we don't make $500 million on it, then we should just cancel it and go right. on to the next mobile game. Right. If they make five hundred or $499.99 million, right. it's a failure. It's a skateboard game. Yeah. yeah. Right? How many skateboard games were there? There's been a lot. Right, Tony Hawk, yeah. Skate or Die. And they've all been pretty, they've pretty been, successful. They've all been yeah, pretty they've good. All, yeah, they've successful. all been pretty good. Yeah. But the point was you bought the game. We played the game. We finished. When you come out with a game like this, look at the long-term aspect. The long-term aspect of Skate 4 is, well, we're going to make Skate 4. It's going to be free, and it's in microtransactions, and then we don't have to make another skate game. Right. right. Right? We don't have to make another skate game. We just we just have this game. Skate 4 is done, and now we're going to go someplace else. Well, this is, I think, how it went, right? They're like, everyone in the, in the, in the crowd's like, hey, we want Skate, we want Skate, we want Skate. Everyone's like, eh, we don't want to make Skate. It didn't make enough money for us. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I don't know if this is what happened, but this is my, my theory, right? And then all of a sudden, they're like, hey, Madden makes a shit ton of money because we charge microtransactions. Uh, FIFA makes a shit ton of money because we might charge microtransactions. What about if we bring Skate back for the, for the fans? There's four wheels on a skateboard. We could we could change each color of the skateboard wheels. You could you could choose cosmetics. There's a front and a back, uh, right, of the skateboard. You could you could make cosmetic skins for that skateboard. You he's wearing two shoes. You could make different shoes and pants and shirts. That used to be in the game. It used to unlock, but now money on the table. It's money. We got it's you. Money on the table. Right, we got you. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, w once again, do we think a free to play game is going to be fun? Uh, yeah, sure. 
do we think that a lot of people will play it? Well, yeah, because they want a skateboard game again. But yep. now you get everyone all excited. Oh, it's a free-to-play skateboard game. Oh, that's going to be awesome. And then every 10 seconds, a menu comes up to tell you what, what's available to buy. Right. Right. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> just, just... All right. Next story we're going to talk about is... Uh... Is a new catalog. Discover hundreds of great games on PlayStation Plus. Well, tens of great games. Tens of hundreds of great games. Tens of tens of great games. Tens and tens of great games. Uh, so on the catalog now, Discover, uh, you can get on day one release, you get Stray, which I think is kind of funny because... They're worried about it. Well, they said they weren't going to do this. Stray is a PlayStation exclusive, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but they want... they And they said they weren't going to put single-player games on day one of release. But it's not a, a first-party title. It is a first-party title. It's only on... Oh, Stray's only on PlayStation? I think it's only on PlayStation. Oh, don't do that. Chad, am I, am I wrong there? I'm going to look this up now. Chad, let me, let me know if Stray is only on PlayStation. Is it coming for Xbox? I thought it was just PlayStation. If it's coming for other platforms, it makes sense that it's on day one release. Like, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm a cat person. On Steam, too. Okay. I'm a cat person, and I, I want to play Stray. So now I'm going to have to buy a new PC before I can play Stray. Yep. Other things other things that they're putting on is... Uh, right, so quick, 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 put a poll out there for me. Meta PC or Power PC? Who should I be looking at? Who should Sarge be looking at? Meta PC or Power PC? Okay, wh wh what do you want? You want me to do a poll? Yeah, do a poll. Okay, we're doing a help, poll. Help Sarge out. I got money burning in a hole in my pocket. Right, I need to buy a pre-built machine. I'm I'm tired of shopping around. What, what's the what what's the question? Well, the, two, the two that I the two that I see there that are the big ones are Power PC. Oh, what what PC? Yeah, or Meta PC. Right, what, what, should, what should I what should I do? Should I, what help should I do, Sarge out? What PC? Yeah, goody buy. I, like, I like this. I like this poll stuff. It's good. Okay, so we got helping 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 help the people out. Meta PC. Meta PC. Meta PC. Or power. We got Power PC. Power PC. And then we'll do we'll do we'll add another option. Oh, what's another option? Uh, GTFO. Other. GTFO. Meaning build your own. All right. So here you go. All right. All right, chat. Sarge needs your help here. There's a poll okay. popping up. Help Sarge out. What PC should he buy? Meta PC, Power PC, or other? Obviously, if All you right. want. So getting getting back to the getting back to the skate game. So what what I find interesting is for them to make a skate game, they were like, it's done, it's over, we're done with it. Nobody wants it, right? That was that was the attitude, right? They didn't want to make it to the skate game because the Tony Hawk game that was about to come out got canceled. You're moving back to skate? But, but we're, the, we're on PlayStation. No, no, I want to talk about <laughs> skate real quick. I want to, I'm still fin I want to finish the thought, right? But they, but what ended up happening was I lost my train of thought, man. Me. skate yeah i know it is about skate so they they said they were going to make the tony honking but they canceled it completely and then all of a sudden because they thought well we could do we could do live service now so now now we can do it now we're going to make a free-to-play skate game even before we were like no we're not going to do this so basically the amount of money that we're going to make from making the game wasn't enough but the amount of money we can make from charging people for t-shirts and sneakers is enough to make us want to make it the game now. Doesn't that, doesn't that, you know what I mean? Yep. Like it, it's not about the video game, right? 
if 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 the market wants a video game about skating, then you would make the video game about skating. But apparently there wasn't. But now all of a sudden there is. Right. Well, on this back to PlayStation Plus, they're adding I Avengers. They're adding Marvel's Avengers on there. They're adding Saints Row. Um, the new Saints Row, Final Fantasy, uh, I think that's seven, right? Seven, Assassin's Creed Unity, and Assassin's Creed uh, Black hear, Flag. I don't, I don't hear you. This is only for people that are playing the um, the two different game plans, which I, I believe... Can we say that was only multiple tiers? It's, it's the two top tier ones. It's not the lowest tier oh, one. three tiers? Yeah, we knew there was three tiers. No, we guessed that there was three tiers. Well, no, we knew after we guessed there was three tiers. No, we 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 knew there was going to be three tiers. Correct, and, and then, then there only was two came out. No, and there... then they were like, we have to do a third. No, one. no, no, no. One. We said there was going to be tiers, and then they came out months ago saying they were going to have three tiers. I thought it was just the low and the high. And this is why I'm running the show, and you're just the the guest host because you forget stuff like this. Yeah, well, I drank. That's exactly right. All right, so I'm not on any kind of medication, so. <laughs> So going back to Stray chat, is Stray, I know it's a it's Steam only, but didn't they say they're not going, is this a first party title or is this is not a first party title? This is not a PlayStation uh, uh, studio. This is a third party studio that just made a deal with PlayStation and it's on Steam as well. So is it coming to Xbox at all or is it just on PlayStation and Steam? <clears throat> Let me know chat uh, about that. So are we guessing that Stray is basically a puzzle game? Yeah, it's a puzzle game. Yeah, yeah it's a definitely a puzzle game. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of that game. If you guys remember, I played, it was called Seven, where I was like a robot, or I was a, I was a, I started the game off as a bolt of energy, and I went through, and then I got into a robot, and that were like a, a vacuum, and then the vacuum turned into a thing, and then I went to different electronic things, and then I ended up being um, in like, uh, you, you kept progressing through each stage, and you got into a bigger thing, or remote control car, and, and different things. But you were just like a little bolt of electricity? When you first start, you're just a bolt of electricity going through electric lines and stuff like that. It's oh, actually really good. If you haven't played it... I've never played that. If you haven't played it, it's called it's called 7. Is it on... You guys move up a little bit. I can't is, hear you. Is it on... Is it, what's it on? Is it on Xbox? Um, It's on Xbox, yeah. Okay. No. Not Game Pass, though, right? No, I... Like I, a GameStop place in the discount bin type of thing? It's it's uh I don't know where it is now. I got it. I got a code for it when it first came out. How many, how many years? Year, two years? About two years, I think. It's a timed exclusive. Okay. It's a third-party studio. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, Sarge, you're going to have to move up because I can't... If you do this, they can't hear you either because you have to talk into the front of the microphone. I'm talking to the front of the microphone. That And they can hear you. There you go. Okay. All right, so the next thing I want to talk about is PlayStation... Introducing PlayStation Stars. It's an all-new loyalty program. Ooh. Okay. A loyalty program for people who already have a PlayStation and already are paying for PlayStation Plus. Yeah. So today, they're pleased to announce that PlayStation Star is a brand new loyalty program that celebrates you, the player, Ooh. for being on every growing gaming journey with us. PlayStation Stars will be a free to join when it launches later this year. Once you become a member, you'll earn rewards by completing a variety of campaigns and activities. Our monthly check-in campaign simply requires you to play any game and receive a reward. While other campaigns require you to win tournaments, earn specific trophies, or even the first player to be a platinum, a blockbuster title in your local time zone. 
All PlayStation Star members have the opportunity to earn loyalty points. Points can be redeemed in the catalog that may include PSN wallet funds and select PlayStation Store products. As an additional benefit, PlayStation Plus members enrolled in the PlayStation Stars automatically earn points for purchasing on PlayStation Store. Xbox already has something this is, like this. this. Is like every this time is Microsoft the, points. This, but this is like every time I go to the sandwich shop and they ask me if I've got a reward card. Yes. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Just make my fucking sandwich. Like, why do I have... If, if there's some kind of special deal, if there's something unique going on, I own the system, right? I am loyal. I've bought every PlayStation there is, right. right? Just give me whatever is happening. Like, I own it. I buy games from you. Like, why do I have to sign up for something else? They just want have more. something else. they want you to check get in. Get one more thing inside they the list, to... and then you're going to give me rewards. Well, Sarge, they, they're going to give you... Unveiling a new type of reward called digital I don't collectibles. Care. I don't care. Collectibles are diverse as portfolio of a product and franchise. They are digital representations of things that PlayStation fans enjoy, including figurines and beloved iconic characters from games and other forms of entertainment, as well as cherished devices that tap into Sony's history of innovation. And there's always a way to be collectible to earn. Now, I have a question for you. I know this is free to, to get in and collect these things. I feel like this is a testing ground to see how many people go for this stuff because digital collectibles. I know NFTs, people want the NFTs to succeed, right? And what they're going to try to do, I, I feel that this is a backdoor entrance, right? They're, they want to see, it's sort of like in the, in the past, changing, they said- You're changing the vocabulary. No. It's the same thing. No, in the past, they said, I want to give you a microphone and a camera and you have to wear this. And everyone's like, Fuck you. I don't want carrying a microphone and a camera. You can't make me. And then they're like, well, let's charge them $1,000 to get a phone with a camera and a, and, a mi and a microphone. Everyone's like, sign me up. I'll do it. So digital collectibles, right, would get figurines and collect all these things. They said, hey, we're going to make you get NFTs. And they're like, ah, fuck you. I don't want NFTs. And they're like, all right, let's call them digital collectibles. Let's give it to them for free. And then there'll be this like digital market now i'm not saying they have this but what i'm saying is if i collect let's say a god of war figurine on my playstation account because i'm one of five people that collect this in my time zone right, I mean, so i go to ebay and sell my account now and then make money off of the digital collector well, what what's the difference if it's trash on my house or trash on my hard drive what's say, the difference say, say again what's the difference if it's trash in my house or trash in the hard drive. Trash is trash. Right. Who cares? Right. Trash is trash. Who cares if I got a crystallized snow globe digitally in the game? Who cares? I mean, Timmy cares. He he's jealous of your snow globe Who that you got. Who cares? Yeah. I I they're just changing the vocabulary, man. It, look, an NFT is something that's digital that goes across platforms. An now, actual digital thing that just goes into your own platform that you can't trade anywhere. It's just, it's just something you happen to collect. Here's your cookie. Yeah. No, Mantis. What I'm saying is, I didn't say this is an NFT. What I'm saying is. This is a backdoor to get to that that platform again, right? So, for instance, they're, you, they're making you trying to make you comfortable to collect digital shit. Yes, this is all this is. So there is no NFTs, there is no blockchain for this. This is to um, to train you. This is to uh, condition you to this type of stuff, like collect the baseball card, collect this type of stuff. And then down the road, when people start collecting these things, then they type of, they, they kind of change them the way, because it's already planted and they can make that change easy down the road. I'm not saying this is NFTs and this is blockchain. What I'm saying is that this is a training thing to condition you to when they do make their change 
five years from now, seven years from now, it'll be a much smoother transition than, than fuck it, you NFT. Then no then putting things. hey, yeah. we're trying these NFTs out type of thing. That's you all know, I'm but, saying. But the, but the same issue, the same issue applies. If I have a digital product from a game that goes onto my system, if they no longer support the game, then I no longer kept the collectible. <clears throat> hold on, hold on one second. Right. There's no reason. There's no reason why I have to collect a bunch of digital shit, and then later on be told, "Well, we don't support the game anymore." So you want me to be excited about a bunch of stuff I can collect, but then don't really get to keep it. Right. So what's the point? It just what? goes back there, and then when PlayStation Six comes, you lose all the stuff on your on your PlayStation. Uh, you know, PlayStation Five. No, I I get it, but it's still it's still digital goods. Okay. You're, they're trying to hype you up to be excited about a digital product. Who cares? I, there there right? are people that care. I get it, but it, you can't touch it. No. You can look at it when you come back you out of your screen and go to your achievement and then, list. And then when, you, then when the game's not supported anymore, you, you can't look at it. Right. Right. It's just something else to... Why, why are you joining this loyalty program? Because you can collect these things. That's why. Right? It's just... It's, it's achievements. But it's not. But it's not achievements. Achievements is an accomplishment, right? An achievement. They just tell you you did this. Congratulations. Here's fifty of them, and then your total score that you bragged to other people about. Yeah. I got sixty thousand. Right. I got a hundred thousand. Right. Like like the guy from years ago who went for the million a million achievement points, right? Right. That's that struggle's real, bro. Yeah. You know how many things you have to play and and do in a game to get a million points? A lot. A lot of time. <clears throat> Krebsy says, uh, I don't have a problem if it's free. It doesn't hurt anything. No, it doesn't hurt anything. You're absolutely right, Kre uh, Krebsy. He says, but the moment money is involved, it's a different story. I just feel like it could be down the road something that, that changes on down the road, right? It's, it's different. It's sort of like Xbox saying they're going to raise prices. And they're like, no, no, no. We're just joking. We're not raising prices. And then like, hey, by the way, we're putting a family plan in. And then the family plan's more money, right? right. You see what I'm yes. saying? It's just a different backdoor to the thing. Uh, Mantis says, yeah, I don't care about the collectible shit. I really don't think uh, Sony would get into NFTs, though. The backlash would be huge. Gamers have made their decision on NFTs. It, and it is exactly what I'm saying, Mantis. NFTs, bad. Bad NFTs. Digital collectibles. Right? Digital Good. collectibles cool. down the road cool. four years from now, because you've been collecting them for four years, you're like, oh, digital collectibles. That's cool. They were free. I collected them by playing the game. Then down the road, all of a sudden, they're like, oh, we're implementing this. Everyone's like, oh, that was cool, because I, I used to collect them in PlayStation 5 days. And I have a bunch. Right. I don't have to buy any, because right. I already have a bunch that I can sell. Right? Yeah. I got these for free. If you can't, Craig says, if you can't trade it for Ken Griffey Jr.'s rookie card and a pack of gum, I ain't collectible. <laughs> a collectible. I like the way you think, Craig. I like the way you think. Uh, the, the next story we're going to talk about Break my teeth on that gum. is uh, that that was the worst gum. Well, what, what was worse? Garbage Pail Kids gum. No, no, what was worse? The gum that was inside the, the pack of cards or the Hubba Bubba that was string gum to make it look like Tabasco. Oh, tobacco. So tobacco. Kids, yeah. So kids would learn to, <laughs> well, to you, you chew tobacco. You remember the cigarettes? The cigarettes. The powdered, you, sugar, the powdered sugar. The, the powdered there. sugar. You yeah. see the smoke? Look, I'm really smoking. Yeah. And I'll, look, look, he looks so cute. He's smoking. Look at the kid. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different yeah. times. Yeah. yeah. Completely different yeah. times. Well, you know, they, yeah. got, they got rid of the jewel now. 
The what? It, it's come full circle. They got rid of the jewel. The jewel is now illegal. What's the jewel? The little the, the uh, e-cigarette. Oh, I don't I don't even know what that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, I'm out of smoke. We went, so. We've gone full circle. The jewel came out. They push it on kids again. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, now the jewel's illegal. They they they're getting rid of the jewel. The, basically, the tobacco companies aren't allowed to get their little niche anymore. So they're all involved in other stuff now. You know, <laughs> right? If you, listen, if you if nobody heard about what the what the tobacco companies are doing, believe me, they're involved. They're, yeah. They got they got stuff going on. Correct, Krebsy. That's exactly what I'm saying. Basically saying that he, they, they won't call them NFTs. They're making people trust the new name and then go down the road. The NFTs when the fans are brainwashed. Yes. Yeah. That mint flavored uh, Cuban cigar gum. Delicious. Yeah. Big League Chew. That's yeah, it. It's yeah. a big League Chew. Big it, League Chew. It was, looked like a pouch. Yeah. It tobacco, was shredded. But it was gum. Shoe it was shredded gum. gum. Yeah. Shredded gum. And the kids, we used to put this in the biggest wad in the back yeah. of your mouth, yeah. just like you were chewing tobacco. I bet you can't put the whole thing in your mouth. And then we used the, to the, spit loogies. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Put the, and, yeah. And when you're when you're was seven or eight, yeah, and it's, then we, it's and then pretty we hard. Spitting loogies, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what we were doing. You, you know what we just saw? Actually, on the way back, so my my buddy my buddy uh, Frank was. We were talking about garbage pail kids and stuff. I still got them. Right? Yeah, we still have got them. And we stopped at a rest stop. Okay. Did you buy the whole box? No, but we walked up, and I go, "Holy shit!" Did you buy the whole box? And they had a garbage pail kid with a matchbox car, and it was like. Let's say it was like it wasn't Adam Bomb. It was a it was a character's name, yeah, yeah. And then the car was themed after the Garbage Pail Kid, and they were just made like in 2020. And I was like, "Who's buying Garbage Pail Kids right now?" I think though, I think I have about 80 percent of the first series, about 70 percent of the they're second worth series. money. We got to go through them. That's I, 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 I have, remembered. I have a full series of third series. They're worth a lot of money. Are they? Yes. There's some that are, if you're in mint condition, you're talking. Of course you're in mint condition. I got them, I got them inside sleeves. They're four digits. Shut up. Yeah. For real? For real. Yeah. Well, then I got to. Yeah. I, I want to go through for, them next time I come down. We got to crack yeah. them. Don't, don't you steal mine. Steal? What do you mean don't steal you, yours? Don't you steal my. I had books, books of them. Oh, my God. Like baseball cards. Don't you steal please. Adam Bomb from please. me. Okay. Don't you steal. Every, every kid had two names, please. Mary Gross or whatever her name uh, uh what was her name? What's all, the Dracula she, one. There's the Dracula one. Oh. Patty Batty. Yeah, th- yeah. There's two same character, two different names. There, there, there yeah. were two cards in each series. Yeah. Each, each yeah. different name. Yeah, yeah. And they were stickers. Remember, they Brain were. Brain says I still eat Big League Chew. I got like four flavors right now. Right. <laughs> they, they're stickers. They're not cards. You know. Yeah, that, they're right? stickers. Yeah, they're they stickers. pull off the card. Yeah, 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 you never take them off I the card. Never pull the sticker. Off. Never pull the stickers off. It's a rookie move. You never take that. You never take that off. All right. So Elder Scrolls Online players are worried about a new update. Let me just as, as they should be. Let me just scroll down. So the dramatic stuff that's happening well, right hang on, now. Hang on before you get into the story. Right. Yep. Who in chat is actually still playing ESO? Look at the advertisement on the screen right now, Sarge. Is it Santa Claus? No, it's GI Joe. It looks like Santa Claus. Got a Santa oh, that Claus. is that's Arctic yeah. Rescue Vehicle. Yeah, Santa Claus. Yep. All right, who who in chat is still playing ESO? I'm curious. Chat, uh, who's me, playing? Let, who's let me playing? know. Let me know if anyone's still playing ESO. All right, go ahead, go into the story. All right, so right after Elder Scrolls uh, High Isles expansion comes out, update 35, the last update for Elder Scrolls Online, the update makes a lot of changes to the core game, where the devs have apparently nerfed the damage values for many of the class roles. This update is still on the in the PTS. 
but it's as gar garnered as a lot of backlash from the players with fans vetting their frustrations on Reddit and other platforms. In response to the knee-jerk reaction, ZeniMax creative director and Elder Scrolls Online posted on Twitter, he suggests that the players trust the devs and their experiences change before making judgment. So this is the tweet from the actual developer. He says, knee-jerk reaction, while not unexpected, they are still tiresome and disappointing. Okay, I get it. Like, let me read it like I feel like he would say it. He's like, knee-jerk reaction. While not unexpected, they're still tiresome and disappointing. Look, I get it. Changes is scary. At the same time, though, a little trust would be much appreciated. At least experience the actual changes before guessing and going off the deep end. Right? Does that sound pretty good? I think that sounds pretty good. Okay, but here's, here's the issue. When you change the combat system, Okay, you are changing the core values of the game. Now, this happens for two reasons. Either the, the amount of stuff in-game right now, people have min-maxed to the point where they know the max damage they can do for a character and the, and the rhythm that they do it is, is such that they feel that people are going through the contact content too, too quick. quickly. Too quickly, yeah. So a broad nerf to all damage means that you're going to be playing longer for the same rewards that you would get anyway on a max character, right? So the new thing, the new, the new content just came out and all of a sudden there's a combat thing. That means the people that are playing the new content with their characters currently are blowing through bosses because they know how to min max their character. That doesn't mean for everybody who knows how to min max their character. That's just for those guys. If you're nerfing character damage, right? It changes the core of the game. Well, well what, I, what I don't understand is, look, this game has been out for a long time now, okay? Why now? And they're changing classes, and what people, players, don't like is if I put my time in, and I have the same character that I've been playing for the last seven years, eight years, okay, and then all of a sudden now you're nerfing the damage of my character. Look, the number one rule I have with video games is respect the player's time. Okay, that's number one rule. If you respect the player's time, you're golden, baby. You're golden. People will love your game because they go, I can, I can log in for an hour, do something, and, and, and get it done, right? Take three hours, get it done, whatever. But as soon as you nerf something it's that a, I work, But it's a broad nerf. 20 hours, 30 character. hours, 100 hours changing my stuff, I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Right? Because if you wreck my character, now I have to start again, and I feel like, well, either I'm going to start again or I'm not going to play your game. Okay, but... Let's let's back it up. Let's say I'm right. I'm guessing. Let's say I'm right. Let's say guys who are min-maxing their characters are going through guys too quickly, right? Why don't you just add another add another some more zeros on the on the hit points of the bosses and just shut the hell up? Let my builds be my builds. Right. Why all of a sudden is a damage nerf necessary? Like what what does that mean when you power tell me power creep, Sarge? Power creep. I, I, I got it. I get it's power creep, but at the same time. The guys who have min-maxed their characters to be that way, it's because they've played enough hours to realize what gear works for them. So now you're doing across-the-board nerf. So yeah, I could see why the there'd be a significant backlash from it because I can name a couple other games that changed their combat systems in the middle of it. And let me let me just tell you this: it destroyed the game. Right. Right. Uh, I'll, let's bring up Star Wars Galaxies for one. When they changed the combat and the and the, and the skill sets for. The, the game in general. That changed. I mean, why... That, that completely wrecked the game. But, but this is what I'm saying. Very, the game. very delicate when they do this kind of thing. Now, when does it come out? I'm curious. 
the when, next update. It's in PTS right now. Right. I, I'll, I'll let it ride. It could we'll be, see what it, happens. It could be the next I mean, month. Here, here's, it could be the next well, month and a half. Here's the, here's the good news. Ready? The good news is, is once they change the combat system, everybody who made all the gear, all, all the guides for gear, will not be able to make videos all over again. Sure. Right? That's it, the good news, right? For them. For streamers have content now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's basically what's going to happen. All right. The next thing I want to talk about, Sarge, is... <clears throat> I'm just going to bring this up. It's just a picture of uh, the Fortnite uh, character that you can get. Okay? So I've been playing Fortnite the last three days. I haven't played Fortnite in a couple months. I, I, I log on every once in a while if there's a cool skin, because I still have V-Bucks that I earn every time I log into to because I'm I'm an OG owner of Fortnite, so I still get rewards of V Bucks just for logging in. Okay. They don't do that for everybody. Okay. Only the people that that, that played the game. So I come on and I do I, I do some stuff and I noticed that Stealth brought it to my attention. He said that um that they took the new movements that they added to Battle Royale and they added them to save the world. So when they did the no build in, in the Battle Royale a couple months ago, about a month ago, I guess, they added where you can jump, you can sprint, you can leap higher, and you can mantle stuff. Like, you grab on, you can jump over stuff. Which, let me tell you, in Save the World, it's it's a game changer. Because before, if you were stuck somewhere, you had to build a goddamn ramp up and do all this stuff. Now you can just leap up, grab on, and hop over the wall and, and what stuff. So it's really it's really nice. I okay. thought they stopped supporting Save the World. They did stop supporting Save the World. And another thing I noticed, and now this is how much I've been out of the loop. It was an actual announcement. Yeah, they said they're they're not updating it anymore, right? They said they've they've stopped supporting Save the World. Okay, this was like a year ago. Yeah. Okay. Well, just recently, and I don't know when they implement them in chat. Please change. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong here, but they added the wolves that just came out as rideable mounts in the battle royale version. They're in the pve game save the world now there's uh raptors like dinosaurs that are also in the pve world now there's chickens there's frogs there's birds and the animals on boards boars uh you can shoot them and when you kill them they drop meat they're like chicken wings right like meat and you pick them up and you can eat them and you get health back now they also drop mushrooms and then when you eat the mushrooms it gives you your shields back and i was like why would they do this in a game they stopped supporting, Battle Royale is uh, is the, the bread and butter. They changed the Battle Royale to no build, so there's no build mode, and there's the regular Fortnite uh, Battle Royale mode. PvE in Save the World now, they've added new missions. They have like a uh, an Overwatch mission where you, there's this truck, this tow truck, and you have to stay around the tow truck as it moves through the board, and you have to like fend it off and stuff. Like Overwatch. Like Overwatch, right? It's actually a pretty cool mode. There's another one where you are actually in that mode. You start off with a random weapon, and you and there's this there's this storm that the 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 truck is in, like it's a shield. If you go outside that shield, the storm damages you. Okay, but you have to go outside the storm shield because you have to search for new weapons to get better weapons, so you can then fight the you know upgrade. So it's sort of like the survivor mode inside Division, where you join the game and you had to get find better gear, better outfits or whatever. That's what's happening right now in Save the World. So all this is happening in Save the World. I don't understand. You announced that you're going to stop supporting for the game, and now you bring a bunch of stuff over to the game and do new game modes inside the game. Yes. So do they believe now that BR is on its way out, and so they're looking to pivot again into something else? I, I think what they're doing 
I've said this for years. I think they're making some sort of MMO. Uh, I think they're making some sort of single-player PvE. And I was thinking to myself, they were making a separate game, right? And they were using Fortnite BR as the testing grounds for this. But now, seeing this, I think that they're just changing what Fortnite is, right? Because Fortnite now, when you go in, you can pick... There's custom-made matches that people are doing their own game modes. There's Battle Royale. People are making their own game modes. There's Save the World. You can pick what you want. There's a creative mode. You can just make your own island and do stuff. So I think I'm off before, but originally I was like, they're making another separate game, like an MMO, like a Grand Theft Auto Online type of like a metaverse. And now I think they're just making it inside of Fortnite because they've upgraded to Unreal Engine 5, right? All the stuff that they're doing now is on the Engine 5. They're upgrading stuff. They're changing stuff. And I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, they've got to be doing something. Why would they make all these changes? Why would they take the stuff they're putting in the Battle Royale and not put it in Save the World? Why would they change Save the World so much now where they haven't touched it in the longest time? They have to be doing something behind the scenes where they're going to announce something or change something well, massive. Just let's follow, follow the logic. If you're implementing animals into the game that you can kill for food and you're implementing animals in the game I can ride that can be mounts, then you're headed towards some type of MMO. Right, well, you can't ride them yet, but you can tame them. So the character that's on the screen right now, okay, or no, I'm sorry, there's another character, or he can tame it. I forget which one. You can actually tame the wolves in the game, and they can fight for you. And I was like, wait, you can tame animals? And I was just like, okay, this Why? is... I don't know, I just feel like this is the whole thing. Craig says, uh, is that not closer to the original concept of Fortnite? Fortnite was only just a tower defense game. That's basically what it was. They're changing it more. Years ago, they added a dungeon mode where you went into a dungeon and had a boss fight with a massive boss, and uh, you could still do that in the game now, but they had like a, this dungeon mode. I don't know, man. I just feel like they're doing something with this game, and I, I'm just changing my thought process a little bit. Like I said, I thought it was a separate standalone game, but I really feel like they're just changing this game for what it is. I mean, if Especially if you say you cancel, you're canceling support, and then you go back and you're adding all the stuff. They, they got some plan. Something's coming down the pike. <clears throat> I don't know. What do you guys think, chat? Do you, do you think that Epic Games and Fortnite is testing this stuff out and then making a separate game? Or do you think that they are just changing what we have here and Save the World? I think Save the World will be a done deal. If they just made it an RPG, like they sort of are doing, okay, and you put that in the one open world map, like the BR, instead of these little chosen little map areas, like you go into the giant map and explore and go on like a like a, uh, a like a patrol mode. And you would make and you would make the guys coming out to attack the base an, an event in the area. Yeah, like a world event would happen, and th and different things would happen. But there's but there's so many things that, that Fortnite has done over the years. These events that they've done. That I'm sure now they're, it's it's culminating into something, like the the like the the Galactus one they did, and the you know what I mean, like the, yeah, everything leads to something else. And if they're going back now towards save the world and adding things to it, then something's got to be coming down the pike. Well, then here's another thing, right? So I've been using Kate Bishop, is just a skin, but there's a bow in the game, and the bow you can like link up to do like electric damage and different stuff. 
And there's these abilities that each of the heroes already had in the game. But now because I'm Kate Bishop, and then you can be Deadpool, and then you can be Mandalorian, and then you can be Thor, and you can be Wolverine. When you do your specials, some of the moves and stuff, I'm like, oh man, this is this could be like a like a Marvel game. This could be Right, and then I think you said it the other day in chat they had Ghostbusters because Afterlife they had the promotion for oh, I'm convinced. for Ghostbusters. I'm convinced. Like you could make a Ghostbusters game with inside Fortnite itself by just using the Ghostbusters yeah. characters. I'll, I'll, I'm going to be honest with you when I when I look at Fortnite, Fortnite is like a game, thousands of games inside a game. Yeah, but when, yes, but when I when I look at Fortnite and I see the beginnings of it and the the adaptability that it has and everything leading up to this point, I look at Fortnite as the precursor and the infant of Ready Player One. Right. Like, this is the beginning of what that would be, like, in its, in its infant stage. Right. All these types of games you can play within the game. Within the game. It's like a roadblock, what Roadblocks is doing, what Second Life did back in the day. Right. Yeah. Right. Second Life was like the skeleton. Yeah. That everyone learned off of. Yeah, people had their own servers, made the role-playing servers, had different things going on in there right. within the game within the game. Like, because, once again, let's say if I pick a, if I pick a superhero... Then there's the superhero land I can go to to fight with the superheroes. And if I pick the Ghostbuster guys, I go to the Ghostbuster world to play the Ghostbuster games. Right. Right? That's what I see when I look at Fortnite. Matter of fact, that would be awesome. I'm, I'm looking at Fortnite. I'm thinking that, I'm going to be honest with you, I think that probably in the next 18 months, I think that they're going to have to do a name change because what they're trying to do, Fortnite doesn't say it. I don't think they will change the name. I think they will. I think Fortnite is such a staple that they stick with it. It might be Fortnite something, but Fortnite's going to stay there. I don't know. I think that the game, the game is, the game is, the game is morphing so quickly, and the adaptability is so good, and the guys that are working on it are, 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 are they're in, like they're in the the science lab here. Like they're they're. Fortnite multiverse. They're, they're, they're constantly testing and new ideas and what the game can do and what they can bring in the game. Yeah. I see multiple games inside the game. There, there it is. Fortnite multiverse. Right? Yeah. I'm telling you, they're going to have to change the name soon. I don't know if that's copyright because of Marvel, but they, they could do something like that. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. Uh, I like to hear what chat and comment section down uh, after the fact later on uh, when you're watching this after the fact. Uh, we're halfway through. I'd like to talk about one of the big topics I want to talk about. I brought this up. I brought this up, um, I think, on Monday. Okay. So there's this uh, streamer. Okay. He's a content creator. Um, his name is Eric July. Okay, I've been subscribed to him for about four years over on YouTube and watching him. He's done everything. His, his channels changed from uh, video games to political stuff to comic. Uh, he started off comic books then video games and more political stuff. And he's all over the place with, with stuff. He's basically uh, like what I've been doing, only he's very successful in his YouTube channel, very successful as a musician. And about two years ago, he started saying that he was tired of what Marvel and DC were doing as a comic books, right? He was tired. He was like, this bullshit stuff, the, their, their gaslighting, virtual signaling, they're, right, they're woke, they're telling you you're sexist and racist, Constantly garbage, racist. right? Yes. They don't even keep track of their own stories that they do. They, they have, they, they, they're in and out of whatever, they're changing races and, and genders and all this other stuff, right? And he was like, I'm done with it, man. He's like, I can't stand it. I'm going to make my own comic book company. Okay. So two years passed. He's been working on it. 
hired some of the best uh, artists that used to work for DC and used to work for Marvel, and they created this comic book, right? So this is his thing, and again, this is not me, uh, wasn't asked to do this in any way, shape, or form. I'm doing this because I am a, I'm sold on this, right? Because of what's happening in the comic book industry. I haven't bought a comic book in 15, 15 years, like an actual, like, what I'm interested in a comic book. He came out with the with his comic book. It's called The Ripperverse. Okay, and inside the Ripperverse, uh, he's got uh Isom is his first character, number one campaign. Okay. This is not a crowdfunding thing. This is his own website. This is not Kickstarter. This is not for, uh, you know, um what, what, what GoFundMe. He's already bought and paid for the amount that he was supposed to get. The run. The run. The he run. Doing. He already printed them out. All he was looking at is for buyers. Okay. So he put this out on Monday at 75 days. It's been up for four days now. And his goal was $100,000. And as you can tell on the screen, his total revenue that he's made is $1.6 million. Okay. He's got 17,000 total purchasers, which not everyone has bought the comic, but also certain people have also bought multiple comics, right? Because it's number one. Right, because it's number one. So to put it in perspective, the number one comic book sale right now that's in the market is like 20,000, 21,000 like copies sold for the number one comic. He's surpassed that, which is crazy to think of because he's a person that started his own comic book company and started it and didn't know it was going to again, he was only looking for 100,000 for the print that he made, sure. okay, to get the money back and to create and then he had stretch goals and whatnot and his stretch goals some of the stretch goals that he has, okay, you can see a lot of the stuff here. Um, I'll put a link in, in, in a channel in a little bit. And I talked about this on Monday. Hold on, let me rank this here. Oh, where's the stretch goals? I guess all the stretch goals were hit, so they're, they're, they're not here anymore, unless I, unless I passed them. Oh, no, I'm sorry, stretch goals. So the stretch goals that he had while he was uh, doing this, people are hating on him because he's being successful right now. That's usually how it goes. Okay. So at 800,000, he had two more guaranteed campaigns by the end of this year, meaning if it's number two or number three coming out of, right. of the characters. Because he can do the print. The right. Run. And then I don't know how many employees he has, but at 900,000, all his part-time employees, which was everybody, is now full-time because now this is, their, this is their gig, right? Right. So he got to hire them full-time, okay? And then at a million dollars, he's revealing his next project his next project that is happening right these are all goals like this is not stretch goals like if you do this you're going to get something else in your package these are stretch goals for his company right for his business to to get in so i want to i want to click on this for a little bit cuz this is telling what the story is of him and what he stands for <clears throat> let me fast forward a little bit Is there no volume on this? I don't know why there's no volume. Where's the where's the volume here? Volumes. Oh. Unmute site. There we go. Jesus. 
Oh, you guys can't hear it either. There you go. There you go. We got it. There's no. There was no audio yet. It's a good thing because it was blaring. Issue number one is the first book released through Ripperverse Publishing, which makes it extremely significant. Though this is Isom's self-titled book, it also serves as a launching pad for our entire universe. This 96-pager was written by myself, Eric July. The pencil and ink work was done by the great Cliff Richards, and the color work was done by Gabe El Taib. Two comic book veterans. This book is part one of the ill-advised arc, and it follows Avery Silman, who lives right outside of Flores Park, Texas, the place where he was born and raised. Now, Avery is what is known as an except, which is what common folk in this area call special people. Years ago, shortly after he got his abilities, Avery decided to become a hero of sorts and adopted the moniker Isom. But a certain event had him come to the realization that this life wasn't for him. So now he lives on his own ranch outside of the big city. One day, Avery gets a call from his sister, Altona. She wants him to visit his old buddy because a family friend that interned at her company, Projexus, has gone missing. That old friend is Darren Fontano, and apparently he has some connection to his family friend. Fontano has much changed since he was kicking it with Avery when they were, you know, we lads. Now he's a cold-blooded shot caller that isn't afraid to do what it takes to remain in his position as one of the most respected people in the city. This is a man that you do not want to cross. What was supposed to be a simple meetup with an old friend turns into the longest day of Avery's life. He runs into other excepts such as Santuan, Yaira, and the Alpha Court. And some of these altercations take a very violent turn considering his past with one of these characters. You can see why he tries to stay out of the city. Who is this family friend and what is their connection with Darren Fontano? How does this meeting between him and Avery turn out? And does he get the information that Altona needs? How does this impact the psyche of Avery who went from a hero to a now blue collar civilian? These are all questions that will be answered in ISOM issue number one, which you can now pre-order at Ripperverse.com, along with some other limited edition merchandise items that will give you some more insight on the characters, such as... Earth, a place with such interesting beings my production value like man other he's all in you know what cosmos, i mean everybody's right wobbles. but from those conflicts i've discovered some creatures that could be of great use to our efforts i'm not quite ready for the selection but after many patient years i feel it is time for more Thorough documentation. This city is where we begin. So what he's done here, okay, and he, he said it from the very start. He's like, look, these people are not making stories anymore, right? He's literally made... I, I don't want to compare him. Look, this is the first comic book, and it, 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 could, be, it could be a bad comic. Okay, but that's not what we're, we're not reviewing the comic yet, right? I, I, I am a backer. I am going to get the comic. I am going to read this comic, and I will talk about this comic when it comes out, okay? But what he's doing, okay, is he's putting his money where his mouth is, and I respect this 
wholeheartedly, man, because it takes balls to do what he's doing, especially with no other external backers. This is just him doing what he did on on YouTube with his uh, speaking gigs, his musician uh, mus uh, musician gigs, taking all his money that he had and putting it in towards something that he believes in and says this would be good. Now, there's new characters that they bring into Marvel all the time and try to push you like Safe Space and Snowflake. Yep. Okay, and yet he has made this whole world sort of like what Tolkien did with Lord of the Rings and what Star Wars, what Lucas did with Star Wars, with characters, with backstories and their backstories of other characters and towns, and there's like a timeline. And he says in this, there's not going to be this multiverse where people, there's no, you know, if someone dies in this, they're going to die, right? He's like, there's going to be consequences and stuff, and he's going to make comics for the customers. I know, I know it's hard to believe, you know, making things they, for what, people that are going to give you money. What do they know? Right? So what's happening right now, which is funny, on Reddit, there's people that are the artist that did work for him. Try to put one of his pieces up on Reddit. He got banned and blocked off of Reddit where he can't post or comment on Reddit. And the reason is they said because he's part of a hate group. Okay. Now, Krebsy said the other day, he goes that they're going to try to snowball him and they're going to try to knock him down. I said, I don't know how they're going to do this. Now, they can't because it's his own website, right? All of this. Everything that's happening right now of $1.6 million, he's spent $0 on advertisement. This is coming from his YouTube channel. This is coming from the other group of people that he's surrounded by, which is Neurotic, Geeks and Gamers. Uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeremy. Uh, I forget what his... The Quartering. The Quartering. Okay. Like, all of these people, Yellow Flash, all of these people that are in this... Comic book world hate group okay which is just fucking hilarious to me okay this proves I don't think it's funny anymore but okay. well this is this this proves that they're scared yes because this solo guy right and they're also calling him racist you know they call him uncle tom would. and stuff like that of course they would okay because they're scared of what eric july is doing and he's brand new on the scene and what they what marvel dc and other comic book uh creators don't understand is if you respect the customer and the customer likes what you do, you got their money. Hence, while Star Wars is a, the, one of the largest IPs in the world. Hence, why Marvel was one of the largest IPs in the world. Then Disney buys it, and then they shit all over all the IPs that they, they have, yes. right? So I bring this up because I want to give this more, right? He's passed his goal, but I, I want to see him succeed. He's at 71 days. He hit his goal in the first four hours. Well, right. it's because people are starved for actual product. Actual, right. Actual product for the universe that they want. Right. Which is, I want comic books and comic book stories. I, I think, what I like about this, first off, one, I like Eric. So, even if I didn't purchase the comic because I want to read the comic, I would have bought a shirt, I would have bought the, the, the posters, I would have bought something because I want to support what he's doing, right? Just like anybody else that I watch on, on YouTube or Twitch. If Listen, I like what they do, is, I want to support is, This is just a larger version of what we used to do back in the day. If in your small, if in, in your small town, somebody wanted to start a business, and they wanted to sell, let's just pick something easy. They want to sell refrigerators, right? They like appliances, right? Right. So they go, they find companies, they bring their light, they bring their refrigerators, and they sell them a product on the people in their town, and the people in their town support him, and the and the store stays open. This is before large box stores, right? This is before the Costco's and the Best Buys. This is people the Stanley. People, thank you. This 
is a guy starting from scratch. Right. Except the difference now is instead of having to mail away postcards to people, right. you are digitally doing the same thing, telling people what you're doing, asking them if they want to be part of it, and this is the kind of power there is if you're doing the right yeah, thing. Yeah, the, the old guard uh, way of marketing stuff is out the window, right? It's not, it's not that it's out the window. It's that they, it's outdated. The, it, no, it, it's not the point that it's outdated. It's the fact that in the old days, they could control you. The powers that be, the businesses that were ahead of you or are bigger than you could, could control you. They could undercut you, right? They could cut off your supply. Right. They could, whatever the, whatever the business methods for back in the day were, are up. they're still working today. This guy can now get financing outside of the normal channels. Right. I don't have to go to a bank. Right. Right? Maybe the bankers are friends with the guys from Marvel and the banker won't give me the loan. I'm going outside of the circle right. in order to secure finance to do what I want to do. And they don't like that because they can't control it. I don't doubt for one second that they're going to try to, they're going to try to bury this guy as the year goes on looking for anything. Right. 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 Well, it's already happening, uh, right? but, but I'm talking about like serious stuff. Like they're going to just find things yeah. to just start screaming at. <clears throat> yeah. But this is what needs to be done. People need to stand up, come out of the darkness, say your piece, do what it, you want to do your way and run the business yeah. and run a business the way you want to run it. Yeah. I, 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 I like I said, I, I respect what he's doing and I, I look forward to look, I'm not saying he's the next Stan Lee, but this could be the beginning of what Stan Lee did. Cause when Stan Lee first made Spider-Man back in the day, okay. Or whatever character, I don't know what his first character was. We didn't know it was going to be what it is today. Yeah. But you see how, you see how fast the shit went down as soon as he died. Yeah, well, they 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 sold his soul, man. They they used right? him and abused him. Do you understand? Him. Do you understand that Stan Lee? And I, I, forgive me because I don't remember all his all his friends, other guys that, that he started the company with. Like, they built an empire from nothing, right? From nothing. Okay, and these, I'll, I'll keep it clean this time. Insert ex, expletive here, right? Okay, these people are trying to destroy IP that has been around for 80 plus right. years. Almost, almost 100 years. Yeah. Okay. They don't care. Yeah. All they care about is the dollar. Yeah. They don't care about where that dollar came from or who decided that it should exist at all. Somebody asked him, he said, what about if the big guys want to buy you? And obviously him saying this, I, I kind of believe him, but everyone has a price. Everybody does. Everybody has a price. But he says, I would tell him to kiss my ass. He says, because this is mine and I want to build it up, right? So obviously, let's say he builds it up in 10 years from now, it's this conglomerate and then they buy him out. I understand. You know I mean? It is what it is. But for what he's doing to build it up, and he's got 10 characters, 15 characters all ready to go. Yeah, but you don't, listen, you don't need a, you don't need a big universe right away. No, no. The, the, the reason why you get new characters is when your stories branch. Right. And then other characters are invented. That's how it works. Yeah, he's already got, I think, four or five ready to go uh, as characters come in. Um, and what I like about him, there's another video, um, I forget where it is, let me see if I can find it. There's a video where he talks about what, welcome, to this, I think this is it, right? Is this the, welcome to the Ripperverse? Yeah, this is the, this is the one. I'm Eric July, founder, owner, and writer. And what he says here to the is what I believe in. The 
Ripperverse is the result of a comic book lifer that wanted to be a part of the solution instead of always griping about the problem. Now, don't get me wrong, this was always a part of my aspirations. However, the current climate certainly sped things up. You've watched some of your favorite comic book characters be bastardized to the point to where they're completely unrecognizable. They're just used as career stepping stones for a lot of writers that don't care about the lore. Some even despise their fans. Right. Those are people that just want to tell stories that represent their social political views, even if they don't make sense for the characters that they're writing. And of course, these mega corporations that control these properties don't exactly make it easy for you to get in and understand what's canon. So maybe it's time for something new. We are a comic book company first and foremost that will never be forgotten no matter how big this venture gets. And we are guided by a set of principles known as the Ripperverse ethic. You will find this on a page in every single book that we release. And it's a set of standards that we certainly want you to hold us to. There are three main things that we will always emphasize. Real, real, real quick, that alone right there, Mad respect, right? If he sticks to it and 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 says what he says, but if you don't, if you if all companies ha have that original had, had had that original had that originally, yeah. yeah, they don't have morals anymore. Well, because you, <laughs> everyone everyone who works here has to be going for the same goal. Yeah, that's how that's how you work. Yeah, it's called work. Ethic. Number one, respect the customer. Number one rule in my pub: we respect the customer. Your dollar, but we love to have you as longtime supporters. It's going to be up to us to keep you interested and invested. Now, anytime there's passion involved, there's going to be those conflicts, but we'll respect you. So as long as you respect us, it's all about reciprocity. Our second point of emphasis is canon and continuity. This is an ever-expanding universe. There's going to be many of characters that will be introduced. But when you buy a book from us, you own a piece of history. It matters. These events will not be erased by way of time travel or some multiversal aspect. And number three, a comprehensive timeline. No matter when you jump into this space, we want to make it easy for you to get caught up on some characters that you're interested in, so we're going to keep the reboots to a minimum. Now, don't worry. We know that picking up the pieces is part of the fun, so we're not going to exactly hold your hand. Oh, no. And while I personally value liberty, we're not going to beat you over the head with on-the-nose current politics and current narratives that will completely contradict what it is that we're trying to do here. So whether you're into our main character in our first book, Isom, or you're into Yaira, or you're interested in, all of them will certainly have you as a customer. Your ethnic background or genetic makeup is wholly irrelevant to us. Well, thank God for that. Now, previously being part of comic book fandoms myself, I understand the importance of them. We'll do our jobs to preserve the sanctity on the business end, and we hope you will help us preserve a more healthy and thriving fandom. If we manage to do that, we're going to be very competitive in this market, and we're going to make our mark on this industry. Already. We're not going to be perfect. Four days Errors in. will be made, but we won't let that stop us from being great.
So visit Ripperverse.com where we have our own unique store that is tailor-made for our audience. A lot of our stuff will be released in campaign format with limited edition items, and once they're gone, they're gone. We'll be making books that expand across many different genres, so I'm very confident that we'll have something that is right for you in a series that you'll make your favorite. And one last thing. I started this company with no external investors, and that's something that I like to remain true. Sure, we want to expand in many different avenues, video games, animation, maybe even live action movies, but not if it means selling off assets. We only answer to the customer. We don't want to make the same mistake as the other guys. That's a shot. Shot across the bow. <laughs> so that's the Ripperverse. Uh what 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 do you what do you think, Sarge? When's the last time you bought a comic book? In about ten minutes. <laughs> You're on back order. I'm on back order because I, I I didn't think I, on day one I was four hours in, and I was trying to buy it, and he only had ten thousand comics. Yeah, it was no no it was it was three thousand and, and uh, it was three thousand five thousand two thousand. I support I support those who are trying to do right. Right. Period. If anything, I'm trying to just show people that maybe might be interested in maybe you haven't read a comic book uh in a long time maybe you have no interest in comic book maybe you have no interest in the ripper versus comics okay but i want to post something that i did this on monday i'm doing this on generation x gaming podcast because i believe in what eric july is doing i respect that guy because of what he did puts his money where his mouth is believes in what he's doing and it's comp it's it's competent man you know what i mean like he he's he's a smart he's a smart guy and he's in his early 30s okay well, it'll be around a while yeah it'll be it'll be around a while and what i what i really like about this is that it's kind of cool that you could be potentially isom could be like the next spider-man or superman or batman you know what i mean where the first character in his comic book could be like a cool character and then well let's 10 let, 15 years from now let, let's discuss that real quick right with all the characters that are out there from marvel all the years that they had, no one wanted to make anybody new. Exactly. Right? We're going to just keep using the same, same guys, guys over and over. Just change them up. Right. I get it. But eventually, times change, right? You want to do somebody different, right? Or are we going to just change the ones that we have into what we need? Right. Right. Instead of me sitting around in a room discussing what a new guy would be based on what story. Because they're afraid that it won't make it. That's, that's the job. Exactly. That's the job. Right. Just like a video game. Right. Any, you any, don't know. Any business, though. You don't know. Even if, if you're it's a gonna... baker. Even if you're a baker and you make a new donut, you're like, is this donut going to sell? I don't know. But we got to try. Got to try. I, I, I give him the promise for at least, yeah. at least trying. For at least trying, right? Yeah, comprehensive timeline is huge. No multiverse, Krebsy says, uh, thing could hold things back. Well, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so, Krebsy. I, I think we look at it because of Marvel and what DC is doing. But let's think about it, right? We're kind of like over this whole multiverse, changing the whole thing, like and keep well, going back and forth. They, they can't can, even keep track of it anymore. Yeah, but they can do what, that's because they can do whatever they want. Change and they just they say it's, yeah. that's not that. Right? So oh, it's a different Earth. It's a different thing. Right? Right? Yeah. See, they don't care. But that, that gives them that gives them carte blanche. They don't have to worry about any kind of consequence of anything. So if the story they come out with, if the, if the three movie saga that they come out with sucks, they just write it off and be like, oh, different universe, and we'll move on to the next thing. So they're 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 allowed to try, but they have no consequence. Right, uh, Mantis. To, to answer that question, I don't believe so. So he's got. Let me uh, let me show you. He's got cards on his site in the campaign. Um, 
and it's got it's got stuff on the back of it, right? But we don't know what's on the back of it because it's part of the thing. But these cards are like these these are huge cards. Like they're like this big, right? They're not like baseball card size. They're like index card. Like yeah, index cards or Hallmark cards. Like they're big. Right, and they're like three dimensional. And on the back, he says there's information about each of the characters and each of the stuff. And he doesn't want to tell you what they are yet because obviously it's a business. He wants to tell you like if you're interested in what the, the tease is, then you get it. And then when you get it, you you find out who the villain is, who the anti-hero or whatever it is. Right, you'll find out as it gets released and and whatnot. Yeah. So I'm gonna put the uh, I'm gonna put the the link in in the channel. If you guys like it, go hit it up. If you don't like it, don't go hit it up. Doesn't doesn't no harm, you know, no hurt, no foul. No harm, no foul. Uh I'll put this in the channel. You can go check this out after the show. There's the rip reverse uh for the campaign. I can only I can do only with so many spider people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so yeah, so that's the rip reverse. Uh I I wanted to give some time to that because I I look there's a bunch of stuff on the, on the site that you can purchase, right? And again, I have no affiliation with them in whatsoever, right? There's you can get a uh, autograph copy, you can get a random cover signed, you can get a poster. There's different posters. You can get a shirt. You get the cards. You if if you don't want to buy anything from him, you could do direct donation. Okay, right? you could just do a direct donation. You're like, you know what? I, I I'm not interested in any of this stuff, but I I believe in what he's doing, and you can do that. Look, they've already went up almost. 200 people in total purchases while we've been talking about it okay so go go check it out if you don't like it don't go there and if you do you know do what do it do what you want <clears throat> what is the uh what if what uh what if was the true multiverse but then they started to use and retcon the true canon yeah yeah that's true jason right so i want to go on to the Next story, which every time we, we talk about this, we, we always have to bring up uh, the, the moniker here. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, I love the, the title, the title of this article I, I, I love alone. This. The title of this article alone makes me laugh already. So, Battlefield job listing hints at return of the single-player campaign. So, a job listing on the upcoming Battlefield game mentions creating a single-player campaign as one of the position's re responsibilities. Now, a job listing for a position of electronic arts, uh, Battlefield Seattle Studio, a new studio believed to focus on creating a single-player campaign for, for Battlefield on. franchise, has helped painted a clear picture to the job and design uh, design director, and their first responsibility is listed as def uh, definitive and leading uh, leading in design efforts necessary to create the best-in-class single-player campaign experience. In other words, this role is explicitly going to be working on Battlefield single-player campaigns going forward. And for the added clarification, part of the role overview uh, for the design director role further describes endeavors of the Battlefield Seattle Studios is working on. It states that the role is to embrace the core tenets of Battlefield franchise and ensure that they are woven through all the layers and a masterfully designed single-player campaign. As such, a design director will guide the development of any amazing campaign from concept to completion. I don't need to read any more, Sarge. So what do you think? Going back to single-player campaign because, you know, Battlefield 2042 is so successful. <sighs> Look... I've 
you introduced me to Battlefield before I knew what Battlefield was. You're welcome. I when Battlefield 1942 came out, it didn't really have a single player campaign, but no. it did have a string of single player missions. Sort of like yeah, through the battles of the actual war. Yeah, like you're you're going to be a character that's storming the beach, you know, or right. going to Germany and, and the, doing Stalingrad, or and then after you played the the Zerg AI that was horrible, but yeah, still fun to kill. Yeah, then you realize. That you could play, and this is back in the day now, you could play 32 versus 32 online. And being able to be run around those battlefields and be mic'd, by the way, because I forget I forget what the what the mic thing was called back then. I forget what it was called. There was a there was a Team Speak. It wasn't called Team Speak. It was another thing that was, it stopped people from hacking and oh. it, it had a mic it had a mic system. And so basically what the hell was it I called? I played that probably for a good five years. Okay? Oh, yeah. Battlefield 42. Now, I don't remember Battlefield 2 no. or Battlefield 3, honestly. But when Battlefield Bad Company came Vietnam. out... Vietnam. You played the shit out of Vietnam. Well, I, but that was very hard. Yeah. Very hard. You just die. Every, you die. Yeah. You had 15-second life expectancy. Yeah, because yeah, you were in the jungle. You couldn't yeah. see anybody, yeah. right? Uh, when Battlefield Bad Company came out, and it did that single player story and you went through the game and you found the guns that were hidden and then those were the guns that you could actually use in the multiplayer. Yeah. Battlefield Bad Company 1 right? and 2 were the best. And then once you realize it was almost like the same kind of feeling. Once you realize that once I finished the campaign of Bad Company, now I could play in a multiplayer game on these maps that I had just gone through. The fun factor of a Battlefield game was not only the gunplay, but the team aspect of it and the fact that there was a story with the game. Right. Deciding that you want to leave out half the stuff over the years because you're trying to pump out the game because you know it did so well that you're trying to copy pasta it so you can make just as much money in a short amount of time doesn't work. Then they took out the single player because they said they didn't need it. Right, they didn't need it. Remember, by no I, one likes single player. I, I think they're putting the single player back in because of value. That's correct. Yeah, to make That's you correct. feel that if the game is a live service game, the next Battlefield game is a live service game. Right. If there's a single player, three five missions of a single player campaign, but then at least it's worth it. If you paid sixty seventy dollars, at least you had a single player game. If you're not satisfied with the multiplayer game, Krebsy says, "Is it Mumble? Was Mumble the no, the no." Oh, real quick, Melrose Mike, thank you very much for the membership for three months uh, for the tryout. That's the uh, 99 cent one. I would appreciate it very much. Uh, well, for, this, for the membership. this is a grain of salt situation anyway, because it doesn't say that they're doing a single player, but the, the, the job listing hints at it. But they already said that they're not making. Here, here's, here's the conflict of the conflicting stories, right? They said right now that they're already making another Battlefield game. Right. right. While they're also doing the obligation pass for this one. Right. Then they have a woman come out and say the new the head leader of the of the Battlefield team. Respecting say, the Battlefield. Respecting Battlefield, that in the next three years, we're going to make this the best Battlefield game ever. And my question to you is, in three years, the new game's coming out, so what are you talking about? Right. What are you talking about when you say to me that you're going to work on the game for the next three years to make it the best battle game possible, and at the, in your same breath, make another, another team game. is making another Battlefield game? Yeah. I mean, sounds good to me. Listen, I it's it's a very beloved series for me because I'm a World War II guy, and I do like the modern combat. I'm not going to deny it, 
And I think that if they had just respected World War II better, instead of trying to turn it into this cartoon nonsense, it would have been fine. Here's, here's how I know it would have been fine. When they announced Battlefield 1 and it was going to be World War 1, I, I was very, very skeptical because of the type of war that it was. Right. How are you going to make World War One fun and exciting? That's why they put some experimental weapons in when there. When everybody had the bolt-action weapons right. and single-fire guns and that kind of thing, and the stagnant lines and not a lot of tanks. But for some reason, they did a really good job pivoting and making that game fun. Yes, some of the things were OP, right? The, the, the poison gas, OP, right? Right. You could, you could control an area really quick. Completely understandable. However, the game was still fun. The whole mega, the mega blimp or the mega tank, like, yeah, it was ridiculous, but it still was fun. And then all of a sudden they decided that now we're going to shit on everything. Like, how do you shit on World War II? Very, very easy. Like, you, they didn't even care, bro. They didn't even care. Like, to be fair, the battles that were in World War One that you could have turned into maps, very limited. Very limited. Right? Verdun and a couple other ones, the Eastern Front with the Russians, very, very limited maps. World War II had epic scale battles over the course of six years, <clears throat> right? All over the globe. Universal battles right. that everyone could be part of, that you could tell a story about. All they had to do was continue the story. Remember the, the Battlefield 1 stories with the guys? And, yep. Right? I thought it was really good. Right? I, I liked if it. If they had done that in Battlefield, for the World War II Battlefield, well, I'm sorry, 5. I mean, I'm sorry, V. Battlefield V, okay? The game could have been amazing. Yeah. Right? Just actually, use the, I actually like Battlefield 1 a lot. It, it was done well. Yeah. Now, the same thing was done before, before the World War II one came out. The same thing was done with bad company, modern warfare, telling a story. Okay. The maps were good. Yes. The destructible environment got carried away, but when you played for a map for a half an hour and the map was destroyed, good. It's time for the map to end. Yeah. Right. People complained because there was no cover. Well, you've been playing the map for 30 minutes. Yeah. There's no more cover. Yeah. Right? It's all, and it's so all for some reason they decided that too much destruction wasn't good. So now we're going to take it out. Right. No. No, that's not how it works. It's not how it works at all. You make a map where certain things are destructible and certain things aren't, so you know where the hard points are. Right. Make it fun. Make it to where you know what points you have to take. And they just kept trying to complicate it and complicate it and complicate it. Why? Yeah. Why? And then you've seen it. <clears throat> well, they've completed- Four comes out. Yeah. Don't finish it. 18 months, still not done. Five comes out. Screw it up. 18 months, still not done. Then you say out loud that we're working on another game, but we're going to fix the one we fucked up. Yeah, no. I'm out. I can't listen to you anymore. <clears throat> I can't listen to you. Krebsy says, a realistic World War II games, I believe, are too slow for modern standards. I don't know. Uh, Hell Let Loose does a really, really good job. Well, it's slow because you're used to... So, you're, you're, well, you're what so I'm saying is it does a really good job running. because it pushes you towards hard points, as you were talking about. And there's different ways where you can get the spawn points. And we know there's a there's a established thing where in, in modern games, it's 
It's the mob mentality of Zerg. A, Zerg. a B, a C, a D, and they and they keep moving around, and there's no there's no structure, right? And then you're like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go the opposite direction. So most of the group goes this way to A, and you you go over here, and then you get killed real fast because there's a group overtaking over C and whatnot. Hell Let Loose does a good job because it's one point at a time, and everyone's pushing on it, so the actions. Strong. The actions around one area. Yes. I mean, no, well, well it on, can be on one version, ones. on one version, the other <clears throat> version of the game, it's two. Yeah. You're yeah. trying to push forward and defend the spot right. that you have. Right. Listen, if you put randomized troll points in a battlefield game. Which they, they do. Right. In Hell at Loose. I'm talking about they did it in a oh, battlefield I game. I know that. Right. You increase the fun factor automatically because everyone's not running for the same thing all the time. Yeah. It's, it's a matter it's a matter of making purposeful actions in a team shooter. If you want Call of Duty, go play Call of Duty. Yeah. If you want a team shooter, it used to be Battlefield. A f- it right. used to be Battlefield. Not, not a full realistic like uh, like a, I don't like a squad. A, you but... don't need a mill sim. No, no, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a fine line between. It. Look, there's certain people that like certain things, right? But when you play a game as a team shooter, you want to have the same crew. We were lucky. We had the same crew. Those were the best times, I'll tell you, in in gaming. Six years. Yeah, that was the best times. Right? Guys who were married, guys who were divorced, guys who were just getting married. It didn't matter. We met up once a week. It it was like a baseball league or a bowling league. Yeah. We we, We we, met once a week. We played for four hours, and then we got off. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way you play a battlefield people, people, game. People would come in, play, and they're like, oh, I got to go. And then someone would replace that person. And yeah. it was just this constant. The constant stream. Yeah. They knew we were on. Yep. There is the list of fucking people. Yep. Yep. It was a good time. Right? It, I'm sure you could do that now still, but the games don't hold my attention as, as long. It's because it, you can't do the same thing forever. You got to modify. I, listen, I already fixed Battlefield. Go back and watch past episodes. Yeah, no. The G.I. Joe. The G.I. Yeah. Well, Joe. No, no, no that's, that's the quick fix. That's not the long-term fix. The quick fix is to make a G.I. Joe Battlefield game. That gets everyone back in right away. Right away. I have more than five guys standing together, and you press the button, and they got to say, yo, Joe, and they start taking over a point. <laughs> you want to see how fast people are jumping in? I get to be Snake Eyes. I get to be Duke. Right? And there's a list of guys. You don't get, there's no doubling. There's no doubling. You play the game. You unlock guys. And then those guys are specific characters, not specialists. Right? Right. There's specific guys. They have specific guys. So maybe I unlock Duke. Now I'm Duke. Duke. You know what else could be Duke? Right? Well, that's that's what they did in oh, Star are, Wars. Oh are, there, oh, are there female characters in J.J.? Oh, there happens to be there, bro. Yep. Did you know that? Yeah. Scarlet, Lady Jane. Yeah. You know, there's Banneris, some female characters. Yeah. Yeah. There's some female characters in there. I get to be her. Somebody else doesn't get to be her. Yeah, that's what they did oh, in do Star you unlock, Wars Battlefront Do you unlock them? Unlock them. Right? Unlock the vehicles. The longer you play, the more crazy vehicles you Which get. Which is what Battlefront 2 does, Right. right? Right? You have the, the the points, and then you can unlock certain things, and no one else can pick it right? until you die. But you have, but you have to have tactics inside the fun, right? I'm in the game. I'm in a squad. Now, if you're listen, if you're in a squad with like yourself and your friend, you don't get the thing sent to you. But if you're in a full squad, you get the thing sent to you on the screen. It says your job is to take out the motor pool. Yeah. Right. And the clock comes up. The clock comes up. Eight minutes or ten minutes. You got ten minutes to go blow it up. At the same time, another group of guys who's defending has the same has a thing pop up and says you go, you got to defend that point for ten minutes. For ten minutes, and it yeah. pulls maybe one squad, maybe two, and it pulls them over to this side of the map where people are still doing this battle over here. But your job is this. Yeah, that would be cool. And that way you have people moving sort of, around. 
I can fix hell, this game in six months. Hell, hell at loose kind of does that, right? Yes, they with, do. With the commander, the commander tells you, "Well, they're attacking this. All right, I put an outpost. We need, we need to push this point. Yes, you go east and north, whatever. Yes, and that's what makes the game fun. Yeah. But you have to, but you have to want that kind of structure. If you're the lone wolf guy, then go ahead and go lone wolf it. Right. There's a game for you, which is the sniper in Hell at Loose, with the spotter and the, yeah, and the you're sniper. You're in the yeah. corner yeah. somewhere. Yeah. You just, <laughs> yeah. I think I think Hell at Loose is actually a, a really good game. We should start playing it again, Sarge. I'm I'm getting the itch again because we, we should start listen. The only again. problem the only problem I have is they still it, they really haven't updated it and they haven't fixed the uh, the VOP. The, the 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 voip they have the, the voip it. yeah. it, it's there's a lot of there's a lot of problems now where you get on and in the middle of the battle your mic goes out and or you hear everybody or you hear nothing right. and it, it it destroys the game because yeah. you cannot play that game everyone lone wolfing there has to be no, some type call of structure of that's called call of there duty. has to be some kind of structure yeah all right the next thing we're going to talk about here Sarge, this is this is you're gonna this is a I'm not gonna make the music go. It's just gonna show the video. So check this out, Sarge. This is if you can guess what it is. There's no obviously the audio would give it away right away. Okay. So just how long do I have? It's you're almost there. Oh, it's over. Oh, that quick. <laughs> it's over. That's it. There's a Terminator survival game coming. Oh, it's about time. Right? An, a I Terminator... Mean, if, you do, if you were going to do a survival game, isn't Terminator pretty much yeah. written itself? A Terminator survivor game coming out. Uh, so, I think this is interesting. But I, I laugh because it's 2022, and for some reason, here's the next story, because it, it combines the two. Okay. Okay, it combines the two. The next one, Sarge. Okay. Let me Let me bring this one up. Okay, let me make sure the audio is off on this one as well, because, okay, this one's a little longer, a lot longer. Okay. <clears throat> you should already know what it is. Yeah, I already saw it. There's going to be trouble. Yeah. Okay. RoboCop. So, this is 2022, but yet they're making 1984 all over again with all, the, with all of these games coming so, out. So, basically, in the real world right now, we're actually living through the the novel 1984, right? And in the video game world, they're going back to the year 1984 yes. video games, yes, based on the movies. Now this actually looks pretty good, and I'm 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 digging it. I'm digging it. I mean, is it single player? It's just single player, yeah. First person single player. Now, if they made this for VR. I would oh, get a, I oh. would get a, I would get a quest for oh, this. I think I see I think this would be the type of game that would be a VR. Yeah, I would get I would, Robocop. I would get a I would get a quest headset for this shit right here. I don't know if it's coming out for quest, but if it does, I'm on board. Okay. And they got the actor. Did they really? Yes. He's the voice and he's the he's the he's the character. For real. For real, yeah. Wow. You'll see him in just a second. Here he is. Yeah. Oh, that's a good rendition of him. All right, well, here's how I look at it, right? Next year. Yeah, well, let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Here's how I see it, though, honestly, because of the turmoil that we're living in. I think that it has 20% police quest in there, and the rest is, and the other 80% is the action. Like, you're RoboCop. Yeah, you, you do the political bullshit and you, stuff. You've got to go around and actually yep. 
be a Bu- police officer. Bureaucrat shit. Yeah. Like, like you, you know, you stop crime, stop the robbery. You don't blow away everybody. Yeah. And then at certain mission points, all hell breaks loose because the gang is going crazy. You're doing beer, traffic stops. In the beer factory. Yeah, you're doing traffic stops. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Like, you, you have to follow the protocol. You, you, hey, you got protocols, right? You can only do so many things. You can't yeah. just start shooting people. Right. Right? Right. So I think that that would be something cool. You would learn to be a cop, and then when the shit went wrong, you go full RoboCop. That'd be, that would be pretty cool. But, I mean, how else are the police going to get people to like them again? Unless we get a good cop game. So so we have Terminator and we have RoboCop. What's the, th- what's the trifecta, Sarge? What is the third game we should get from that era? I have one in my head. From 1984. Could be a movie, could be a TV show. Or this running gag. It's 1984, the novel. 1984, RoboCop. I think mine's more 86. 1984, Terminator. So... I think mine's 86. Did RoboCop come out in 86, 84? They came out in 86. Krebsy. He's like our producer. Krebsy, when, when did RoboCop... I can't look it up because I have too many, too many things open. Uh, when did RoboCop come out? Was it 86? Police Academy. <laughs> no. Oh, God. 84 is a good year, man. Police Academy? <laughs> 84 is a good that year. Would actually, that would actually be a pretty fun game. You could make Police Academy sort of like Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. a Leisure Suit Larry. Police Quest, Police Academy. Leisure Suit Larry together. Yeah, that would be a, yeah. that would be a fun game. 87. 87. I mean, I, I'll, I'll be I, honest with you. I think uh, you, want, you want to know what I would I, I think would be interesting to see who would actually pick the job is if they actually instituted police, like legit police <clears throat> into like a Grand Theft Auto and see who would be the police. I was thinking more of uh, a, a, a tycoon type of game. OK, but Fantasy Island. Wait, didn't they? Didn't they try to? Re- didn't they try to reboot Fantasy they Island? They did reboot Fantasy Island as a horror it. flick, as a horror film. Oh, it was a horror. It film? was a horror film. Yeah. No, but think about it. A game that's Fantasy Island. It's like a Tropico, or they did the Zombie Island, the Dead Island. They did. No, but what I'm saying is, that's horrible. No, but it's not a Zombie Island. It's just a. It's a. It's a sim game. You're just making oh, Fantasy it's Island. Tropico. Yeah, it's Tropico, okay. but it's Fantasy Island. Oh, uh, I got it. Right? What yeah, else could they you, make? But you grant wishes. Airwolf. Or or you teach or you teach. All right. I'll, I'm going to do a callback. No, no, no. I'm going to do a callback. The, one of the best games I played on an old system, I think it's time for a remake, that they could do it amazing right now. It was on the Sega Genesis. Okay. 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 It's on the Sega Genesis. It was a helicopter game. Does anyone, does anyone know where I'm going with this? Anybody old enough to know what I'm going with this? Sega Genesis. It's not Airwolf. Okay. Everyone know what? Any, everybody know is what it, game I'm going for before I say it? Is it Blue Thunder? No, I'm sorry. Is it Blue Thunder? It was based. It was based on an actual war. I don't know. Right, Sega Genesis, Desert Storm. It was an Apache game. Oh right? yeah. Third person it was third person. Right. You you only had three weapons: machine gun, miss the the missiles and the tow missiles, and you only had so much ammunition and you had to complete the missions. Right. Yeah. Desert Storm, uh, and Desert Command. Yeah. Look. Let's see if you can see if it comes up. Uh, uh, Sega Genesis. No, just called. No, just called Desert Storm. Desert. De- thank you, Krebsy. Thank you. Desert Strike. Desert Strike. Desert Strike. Yes. Yes. Very hard. Everything was out to get you, and you only had and you only had three lives. You had three lives. I could I could see this being remade. And you had to save guys. And look who it was made by. Of course. Electronic Arts. Of course. Right. 
This game was hard AF. I liked that third. I liked the isometric but, third but person. But the, the motion yeah. was good. Yeah, the motion was really good. The motion I was really good. I remember playing this. I forgot the name of it. But and I, there was I, a sequel. Yeah. There was a sequel to this. I remember this was, this was a fun game. This is very hard. Oh, God. This is a the, very hard game. Look at the people on the ground. Oh, fucking A, man. I used to love this. this All was, the triple A's and stuff. Yeah. This, this was fantastic. Yeah. You had, to, you had to blow the buildings up. It was almost like Chopper Command. You had to blow the buildings up, save some of the guys. Watch out for the SAM sites. Oh, such, such a... such a. This this was hard as hell. This game was very hard. When it first came out, very hard. You had to find fuel on the map. You had to find you stuff. Had to land, you had to land. You only had three off. lives. Yeah. If, if you lost the lives, that was the game. The mission was over. You had, to, you had to land and get the fuel. You had to make sure it was clear before you landed. You had to save the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I remember this. This was one of my favorite Look at that games. Shadow, man. That that two bit shadow is really good. You got the gray and gray and clear. <laughs> Use the machine gun when you had to. Why Use was the, the shadow all one shadow? Why was it why was it blocky of That's how it was, man? <laughs> well, you remember remember Sega Genesis was blurry. Uh, remember it would never look like that because Sega Genesis was blurry. You never saw that. That's great. Desert Strike. Oh my God! This was now imagine a remake of this. It would be like Battlefield. Do it. Would do it with with Microsoft Flight Sim. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That would be. Amazing. This is what I'm talking about. That would be amazing. Right. But once again, we're we're following the same eight or nine different games over and over again. Call them a live service and put them on my mobile phone. Yeah. yeah you got you got to charge for skins though, Sarge. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you gotta such you got to charge for skins. Game. Such a good game. Yeah, got helicopter blades. You have to, you know, charge for that as well. All right, so we we have we have. But let's get back to the Terminator game. If term listen, if it's Terminator, and I'm in the world after the bombs dropped, and you have all the hunter killers coming after you, and you're trying to live in the city, gathering resources in order to fight back the T the T800s. That would be fucking amazing. So would it be? Would it be like? I would, I want to play that every time I saw the movie. I want to be in that movie. So do you think it would be like? Arc? It would be amazing. Would it be like Ark instead of dinosaurs? It's it's the the T one thousand. Much worse. Much worse. It would almost be like you playing uh, a Division One in the snow, and you would die in fifteen minutes if you didn't find clothes. Mm. Right. And except in this one, if you didn't find bullets or a hiding spot, the hunter killer would find you. You'd be dead. Like that kind of level of difficulty. That would actually be pretty cool if it was like um like the Survivor Snow mission in in Division One where you had you start the thing and you have to survive and build up your defenses before they attack. Humanity's yeah. on the brink of extinction yeah, and you have cool. to try to live. Yes, that would be an amazing air, amazing scene. Man, I want to play this Ghostbuster game you created. I want to play the GI Joe game you created. I want to play the Trans Transformers game that and then and now I want to play this Terminator game you're talking about because I don't think that Terminator game is going to be what it is. I want to be like Eric July. Came back and dropped the guys off I want to be like Eric July and start my own video game company. With no outside market. Yeah, right. Just watching this makes me want to play it again just for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes because how awesome I can't play games like this anymore. Well, because... My brain can't... Right, your brain can't handle it anymore. Yeah. Elden Ring, but with Terminators. Perhaps. I like the Division. I like the Division thing. So T2, if done right, if done right, that would be an amazing game. An actual amazing game. I like how the toll thing goes up when you come nearby. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of Sega Genesis, Sarge, 
I know you. Why is it Mini Two? Yeah, Sega Genesis Mini Two announced. Well, what was Mini One? Fi- the, the Sega Genesis. Was there a Mini One already? Yeah, like two years ago. Two, three years ago. So what? What are the games on this one? Fifty classic games, including. Oh. They, they don't really tell, tell you a you. lot of the games. Uh, they, I think they have a couple in here. Golden Axe, Kid Camelon, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, Sega Genesis Mini Two will offer new titles. Let's all be included. Sega CD games. Yeah, but let's be honest. Anybody can just use a an a, emulator. An emulator. That's what I said earlier today. So I, I was like, what, "Why would you buy this? Well, hundred and three dollars to get this." I don't know why you pay for this stuff anymore. Get Afterburner two, Sarge, Sonic mm. CD, Splatterhouse two, Ooh, Victor Man the, two, the guy, Splatterhouse two is the guy with the and Jason mask more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. October twenty seventh. This comes out. I don't know. It's not. It's not a buy for me. Hundred three dollars. I rather. I rather spend hundred and three dollars on Game Pass. I'll be honest with you. But this is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, there are there, there there's so many games over the years, man. I've played so many oh, games. Oh, I forgot about that, that Craig. Good. Should I bring that up to Sarge? Did you did you watch the other night when we we looked at the Golden Girls? Oh, dude, I was laughing my ass off. Did you see that? That was the actual show dialogue. Yeah. They didn't make that up. That yeah, was no. actual dialogue with that put in that front was of the, it. That was the full first episode that yeah. you could watch. But they were just putting the funny shit in between. Yeah, they were just it's somebody. 50, it's a fifteen-minute episode. Yeah. Well, that's because the last Golden Girl just died, so now it's open season. Yeah, they're all dead now, right? Yes. Betty Davis was the last one. Yeah, Betty White. Betty White. Betty Davis. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 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 I I was like when they first said it. I think Craig said it. he's like they're Golden Girls. I was like, shut up. They're not making Golden Girls. And I typed it in. I was like, get out of here. It's I, it's I, basically like uh, Adult Swim. Uh, like Harvey or Harvey, whatever lawyer, and just kind of like kind of kind of like that stuff, except they're using actual dialogue. Did you from the actual show? Did you see what the what the plot was like? What mean what plot? There's a plot. There's there's a new show. Uh, wait, New Golden Girls, right? It's an animated show. Yeah. That's a five-minute episode. It's a spinoff series. So basically what happens is... I can't believe this is where we are, though. So it's a spinoff, okay? So that basically what, what it is is uh, Ponce de Leon was looking for the Fountain of Youth in Florida. Yeah. He didn't find it. Right. The Golden Girls find it. Okay, I don't know if this is the article or not, but they find it in their old folks home that they're in and because they find it they live and that's why they're in 3099 or whatever the hell the show is okay. because they found the fountain of youth and that's why they they they're still still living on okay so that's the plot of why they have uh, the golden girls right and i was just I like, like i like how her mother is inside the mech suit i think it's hilarious yeah it's <laughs> Her mother is basically, yeah. she uses the same ridiculous line she uses, except she's in the, inside the super yeah. mech suit. I, I was just like, are you kidding me, dude? I was like, this is, they're out of, they're out of ideas. They're completely and utterly out of well, ideas. You know you're out of ideas if you're using the actual recordings of the show to make the show you're on. Right. Right? Your dialogue is already done. You don't have to write any dialogue. You just have to set the scene up to make the dialogue funny. Right. All right, so... We're almost out of time, and we have two big stories. And I don't want to talk about them because they're going to take longer than they, they they should. So I just want to bring up one more story. Okay, we'll talk about. Okay, what about it? Skyrim. Skyrim ta- Together mod gets fifty thousand downloads in twenty four hours. What now, does that mean? 
So this is a multiplayer mod by Mo modders, not by not by Bethesda. It's only on. What PC. do you mean by multiplayer? Like PvP? Multiplayer, like Fallout seventy six. Oh, like you can hang around with your friend and walk around yeah. Skyrim. You can just go off in your separate directions and. Are you being it. serious? Yeah. So, multi this is why Sarge Sarge will now buy a PC like tomorrow, and then just play Skyrim for oh, the rest of his life. What's the poll say? We forget what the poll. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll give you the poll at the very end. All right. Okay. So Elder Scrolls V is known for... Oh, I'll skip that. The dream of multiplayer Skyrim experience has recently become a reality thanks to modders over at Skyrim Nexus. Skyrim Together Reborn was created, which allows two to eight players to adventure around the land of Nords together. The experience has been tested with up to 30 players, though meaning that Skyrim would even be played in a miniature MMO despite Skyrim Together Reborn releasing just a few days ago. It has already seen a widespread success. At the time of writing this... The mod has been downloaded 84,660 times and receives a total of 276,000 views. This already puts Skyrim Together Reborn right at the top of the page for the most popular Skyrim mods in July. And while it hasn't reached the highest of it being featured on page for the most popular mods of all time, it seems likely that it'll be eventually it will. Given the ambitious nature of Skyrim mod, it even does receive as many downloads as it uh, some other big hits. The community will likely still remember and, and bring out the impactful change to the game. Uh, Skyrim multiplayer format, something the modders have been looking for, to accomplish for some years now. Skyrim Together Reborn is a project born from an initial Skyrim Together mod that didn't bring multiplayer to Skyrim but never reached its completion. When fans couldn't get their hands on the stable co-op Skyrim experience, they were eager to download e uh, earlier versions of Skyrim Together and Skyrim Together Reborn. Putting together a mod like Skyrim Together Reborn requires an impressive level of skill and commitment as it arguably changes one of Skyrim's core elements. And the huge amount of down, uh, downloads that the mod is seeing right now shows the appreciation from the community for the effort put into making Skyrim Together Reborn. It also shows that even with plenty of things to do and plenty of champions in Skyrim to keep the player company, uh, also get Lonely Adventures in the land of Skyrim it, it without makes you want to do another Skyrim. Friend. It makes you want to do another Skyrim run. Right. So basically what I, what I get from this is that this game is more successful than Outriders. This is more successful people playing, right, and downloading it than Battlefield 2042. <laughs> then uh, that people that are playing, like, brand new games that are coming out. This game is, what, 11 years old? Right? Is it not? It's, like, 11 years old? I mean... 2011. 11 years old. Was it 11? Yeah. 11, 11, 11. So, look, this is all we've ever asked for. When we played Skyrim, we're like, this game would be great co-op. But, but Fallout do you, would be great co-op. You do realize, you do realize how good Skyrim actually was for its for its time. Skyrim is still great for the time right now. That's why I still play it. Yeah, it's amazing. It's an amazing game. Right, the little idiosyncrasies of the characters in the game. All the places that you can go that don't that don't break the game that if a quest opens up or it doesn't open up or that one closes this one opens. Yeah. Right. I've done. Listen, I've done a full playthrough as a wizard. I've done a full playthrough as a thief. I've done a full playthrough as a warrior, strictly warrior, uh, and then one playthrough as Uberman, which is like I leveled all the skills. Right. Every well, skill. Well, now it's unlimited. It was unlimited for many for yeah. years ago. Yeah. Right. Where you're shooting an arrow at a dragon and killing him with one knife. One shot, like, but, yeah. But that's what made it fun. Right. It just made it fun. After you learned how to play the game, how to how to mix the potions in order to make your potion strong enough to when you make a... When you made the shield, the shield, instead of being 300 strong, it was 3,000 strong. Like, 
Those were the those were the little little moments in the game that made it fun. Why why do you think Skyrim is? I, I know a lot of people play ESO, and ESO is a fun game. But why do you think Elder Scrolls or Skyrim is is better than ESO Online? Because it's one of, it's one of the greatest RPGs of all time. But why why did they just Even take that element in the and day. put it in Elder Scrolls? Uh, you for for ESO. those for those of you listening and for those of you who've played it, if you played Arena and you played Daggerfall, like you played the entire series of Elder Scrolls, Elder Elder Scrolls Three. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna get them wrong now. I, I get the I get the, the thing wrong all the time. Morrowind, then Oblivion, yeah. then then Skyrim. I was like, if you played all of these, you visited these areas and you know about them. You know all about the lore, and then it, it just kept getting better. Like if you played Daggerfall and three and four, when right. you got when you got to Skyrim, you were like, "Are you kidding me?" Like you walked, and this is before the graphical update. You were walking around like this yeah, is was, amazing. Yeah, it was it was awesome, like amazing. And then when the graphical enhancement thing came out, and I loaded it back up again, I'm like, "This is incredible." All right, well then here's my next question because build Krebsy, your own house. Krebsy just brought it up in chat, right? He's like, "Are we talking about Skyrim, Starfield, No Man's Sky? All the games are the same." My my question to you is. Bethesda has made some really good games over the year, and Skyrim is one, if not the best, that they've ever created. Okay, Starfield. Do we think Starfield is Skyrim, but in space? Like I know Fallout seventy six is that would be your best. That would be your I, best I, take. I know Fallout seventy six was a, was a a bump, was a blemish on their on their record. Right, you're only as good as your last project, and their last project sucked balls in the beginning. Starfield because, comes out because their last project was there to test out what they're going to do now. Do you think Starfield has the potential of being 10 years from now? People are like still playing Starfield because Starfield is just so good. Like Skyrim. It, it, if Starfield, the core, if the core of Starfield is like Skyrim, then yes, it'll be a good game. But if it's off in left field someplace, they're still trying to recopy uh, fallout 76. And make it into Starfield, then no, mm. right? You have to understand, Skyrim is the culmination of the storytelling, the fun of gaming, and an RPG all mixed together. Even though it wasn't perfect, right. even though it had the bugs, it had a good mix of those things that made it fun. Like you didn't have to, for someone that never ever played a, a, a Elder Scrolls game before. If you loaded up Skyrim, right, you weren't overwhelmed. You just followed the arrow. Yeah. Okay. You could shut that arrow off and you right. could play thousands of hours. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you yeah. shut that but, thing but off if and you, you don't know where the fuck you're going. But if you talk to too many people inside the, if you talk to too many people inside the town, the arrow only pointed to one thing. Right. You had to decide what storyline you were going to follow. Yeah. And then just follow the arrow. Now, if you were like the other people who were like, I don't care. I just want to suck this in. Like, I want to be in there. I turned the arrow off and wandered. Yeah. Yeah. It's... And just wandered. I, I I remember playing the game and I did the same thing. I, I didn't put the arrow on. And I was just walking through and exploring and just traveling to open yeah. up the, the fog of war. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden I came across a town and one of the NPCs said something. And I was like, I was like, wait a minute. I think that's where I have to be. And I opened up the thing. I was like, I do. And I turned on the thing. And then the, I shit you not, like 100 yards from me is the actual point. I was like, I got here by accident. Yeah, right. yeah just by exploring. Go up the fucking mountain on the far left. The, the, the mountain town. I, yeah, I everything in called. the game, all the, little, all the little plant things, fish things. 
you had to mix them together. It you learned what it was. You ate it and I, you learned what it did. If it I was collected, a heal thing, if yeah. it was a, a poison thing. I collected all the books, got a house, put them got on the bookshelf. shelf. Yeah, put them on the shelf. Right. Yeah. I had a wizard tower. I found all the. I, I learned all the spells. Then I found all the spells again to make a library. Yeah. Yeah. Because I got to build my own wizard tower. Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's good right? stuff. To make it to make it downloadable, to make it to where you could play with your friend, that's the cherry on the cake. Yeah, it's Skyrim. I don't know why. It's just so is it on Game Pass? Skyrim is on Game Pass, right? I don't know if it's on Game Pass anymore. It, it's got to be on Game Pass. I, I'm pretty sure everyone has it, Mike. Yeah, well, it's got to be on no Game one, Pass. No one needs it to be on Game Pass. It's, it's on Game Pass, right, right? right chat? It, how can they have it on Game Pass? They have, they have to sell the special edition again. How They can't have it on Game Pass. Well, maybe Skyrim, but not the special edition, right? Special edition's probably not on, yeah. on, on Game Pass. Starfield yeah. is like Anthem in space. Looks good on paper and in demos, but that's what Craig says. But... <laughs> so... You have to look at you have to look at Skyrim. D Mackey has at never played Skyrim. D Mackey, what you doing in your life? Is he serious? You have to go play Power Wash Where before that, that, though. Where go does play. It say he's never played. It's on the fridge. <laughs> Where does it say he's never played? I don't own a copy of Skyrim. Jason, you're out of my chat. <laughs> Get out of here. That's I know. It's it's cool. Some of the games that you have to, in my opinion, right? You have to own, have to own Mass Effect Two. Mass Effect 2 is a must-own game. You have to own uh, um, uh, Old Republic. Knights of the Old Republic. That's a, that's a, oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a must. Okay, Skyrim is a must. Okay, Red Dead Redemption One is a must. Grand Theft Auto uh, Five is a must. And I'm talking single player, not not online access. Spider Man is a must. Uh, God of War is a must, right? Like these games are like these are games that you have to play or at least own. Maybe not play it, but at least own it and put it on a shelf and go just play it like off. Walk, like you played like it before. walk into GameStop, yeah, the ones that are still left, and see if there's a, a anniversary edition just sitting on a shelf somewhere for twelve dollars. <laughs> right. Craig says, guaranteed everyone has a copy. My son was born with a copy of Skyrim. <laughs> he was born like, congratulations, Craig. Uh, here's a copy of Skyrim for your... Oh, thank you, Doc. It's a great, it's a great game. <laughs> uh, yeah. My RPGs were uh, Knights of the Old Republic, Final Fantasy, uh, Shining Force, Guild Wars, and RuneScape. Shining Force, another great game. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. For those of us that have been around and played the games, we know... We know if it's a good oh, game Batman, or not. Batman, Batman. We know what's a good game or not. Batman Arkham, the, the Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Awesome Batman game. Yeah. Awesome. Listen, not every game is going to be gold tier. However, no, there are those know, that are. Yeah, but we know the companies who can make them, and when they half-ass and they try to lie to you and say that this is going to be that game, and you're like, no, it's not. Yeah. We know. Yeah. I'll even I'll even throw Fallout. Fallout 3? I liked Fallout 3 better than 4. Fallout 3 was good, but they I think there was a, a the bug in there was that they I they, beat the they, game in that you could like accidentally solve the yeah, game I in 30 I minutes. I accidentally solved the game solve in 2 hours. Like in 3 hours, yeah. like a 30 minutes. And I, it, it kind of bummed me, but then when I went back and played the full the full game. Cuz they didn't think anyone was going to they, yeah. they didn't think anyone was going to follow the main quest. The possibilities right. of the combinations of you going and beating the game like that, they're like, eh, what's the possibility?" But some people it, it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good, pretty high. All right, that'll do it. 
for episode 317. The stories that we didn't get to, the stories we didn't get to is teacher using 20 Xbox Series S consoles and Game Pass to teach English class. You can go read that that's inside our Discord. That's nonsense. Uh, Division Resurgence, which is a mobile game that's coming out. We, we talked about it earlier today on the morning show on the Daily Grind. You can go check that out over there. Uh, I think that's it. We actually hit, I think, all of the stories, Sarge. And Skull and Bones. We didn't, we didn't get to Skull and There's Bones. There's no reason to talk about Skull and Bones. Yeah, we, we'll, talk about, we'll have plenty of time to talk about Skull and Bones, Sarge. We'll have plenty of all time. All I know is you, can, you have to smack a tree with your boat in order to harvest it. That's, that's right. all I need to know. That, when I saw that, where you have, to, you have to park your boat next to a tree, yeah. I was like, no. Yeah. No. This is what happens when you keep remaking the title inside of an engine that you know what it was supposed to do yeah, for something it's, else. It's it's bad. Uh, well, listen, I'm not going to say it's bad. Oh, it's bad. I'm just, I am. I'm just going to say I know what's coming. Yeah, I, it is. It's bad. I, uh, I know what's coming. I appreciate everyone coming out. Episode 317 is in the can. We do appreciate you coming out each and every single week and watching us live here. If you're watching this after the fact, we do appreciate you watching throughout the whole episode. It will have a breakdown for you uh, for each of the each of the stories that we go over to in the time in the comment or in the uh, description down below. Uh, if you'd like to help us out in any way, shape, or form, please share, like, and subscribe. If you'd like to go above and beyond that, you can hit the membership button. It's as little as 99 cents. That's 20 times lower than any skin in microtransaction in any other game, and that gets you one month of us to help us out here. So a membership is 99 cents. We don't advertise uh, just in the beginning and the end. We do appreciate you coming out. Uh, you can also do super chats while during the show or a special thanks after the fact. We do appreciate you very much for watching, and uh, we're off for the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and we'll be back on Monday for the Daily Grind. Uh, we might not have a show next week because I got a phone call, and I might, get a, I might have a job. Um, oh, no, that's in the beginning of August. So uh, I've been getting a lot of calls for movies again. So I might go back and film some movies. Uh, so I don't know. It'll be up in the air when it happens. It'll be in the beginning of August. Uh, so I appreciate everyone coming out, hanging out with us, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Game on. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.